Can I get the keys ready to come in here and come and play music? Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be playing. Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. I'm the man's a hero! Wanna see what Spider-Man number one looks like? Yeah. I guarantee you blows the road like a shot. Trisha, we now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's only comic book radio show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio, Long Beach Prime, point one, don't you know, don't you know. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll be taking up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. To my left, he is our backbone, our pillar, our strength, the fantastic forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. As my New Year's resolution, I'm going to stop being so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Next to him, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. On the phone, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is our intrepid cup reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is Oz. I'm resoluting to not make resolutions. Word. Got it. <laughs> and as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes it's 2014, like right now. Happy New Year, everybody. How you guys doing? Nah. Man, there it is. The New Year's off to a fantastic start. See what I did there? Fantastic. See? Nah. The jokes The jokes have gotten better in 2014. See? Nah. It is our year. It's our year. Right, Oz? What? Exactly. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. <coughs> we, we, we really do have a great show for you today. I'm excited. I'm, I really am excited. Because uh, we're going to bring you today reviews of uh, Thunderbolt Annual number one, Dead Body Road number one, and Star Wars Darth Vader and the City of Oh no, sorry, and the Cry of Shadows number one. We're also going to talk to you guys about whether comic books have outgrown their traditional numbering. Uh, we're going to talk about the top ten current DC titles uh, in print. Uh, we're going to have our friggin' Jeffrey Comics Retail Report and I think Oz is going to masturbate on the show live. All that. Is that a <laughs> he stopped. He stopped. He was just like, no more. He's all like, that's all you get. background was like... Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so you get all that on today's show? Actually, oh, well, well, there it is. It only took 30 seconds. I mean, that seems 
about right. So we got all that going on. Um, and of course, whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about, we'll tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But before that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, uh, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Also, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffries is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffries Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. Uh, if you want comic books sent directly to your door, you let them know what you want, uh, and they will make sure that they send all the comics that your heart desires or you can afford um, for the low flat fee. Of five dollars anywhere in the continental U.S. Just make sure it's a ten dollar minimum order, minimum order, minimum order. So uh, give them a call at three one zero five three eight three one nine eight. So if you don't like single issues, say you like trade paperbacks, say you like graphic novels, guess what? Jeffries has those too. Just let them know what you want. And in fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum. They're going to give you the fourth one for free. So give them a call at three one zero five three eight three one. Nine eight, indeed. Um, so I did promise that you guys would get the opportunity to find out how you can get with Fantastic Forum. Uh, if this is your first show, welcome. If you guys are veterans, welcome back. And uh, why don't you go and give us a call today on our Skype line? Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download. Uh, you can put Fantastic Forum in your contacts. Hit the green button, and right now you'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Or of course, you can always give us a call. Uh, on our call-in number, and that number is 3109-FF-LIVE, because this is, in fact, Fantastic Forum, and we do, in fact, do this live. 310-933-LIVE, or 310-933-5483. That's what I'm talking about. And last, but definitely not least, we have the All Games Chat Room. It's uh, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. We will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as, Jay, can you insert a witty chat comment here? Possibly. Um, Maybe. Freeman Daddy 5 says, knuckleballer suckers. <laughs> there it is. Freeman, Freeman Daddy 5 should say knuckleballer suckers. How dare you use a chat comment for, for promotional purposes? <laughs> Where? There's a perfectly fine comment just above that. <laughs> It's like Subzy's been stroking. <laughs> he's been stroking to the east. He's been stroking to the west. And he's been stroking to the Oz that he loved the best. That's for you, Oz. Got nothing else to do now that the Cowboys are out. Dang. Look, we've gotten to sports talk this early in the year? My God. Didn't we resolve not to do that? <laughs> Look, I, I don't even know what... Like, I, I try to avoid all sports talk as much as I can unless... Unless... It's about the Olympics. You can't. Well, the first and last sports. Rhythmic gymnastics. Come on. Hey, it's the only sport. You, you can't avoid it three weeks away from the Super Bowl. At its core, yeah. at its core, all sports are rhythmic gymnastics. <coughs> Everyone knows that. Look at soccer. Think about it. Get back according to me. On to, it. According to Hank Hill, not a sport. Not a sport. So you know, but yeah. So that's all done. I'm glad. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to get right into news. So this is where our news music would play, but 
Oz, you gotta you gotta see if you have your our news music on something like an old hard drive somewhere, or or we need the audience to make us new news music. One of the two. I'm pretty sure it's in your guys' email since I've emailed it to you guys. Oh, he's probably right. Oh. <laughs> Why did it take us so long to figure that out? Because <laughs> nobody goes like through our email. It's like we never email. left, huh? I go I go through the email. Moses shakes his head. He's like, "No, that doesn't even deserve a response." So this is where this is where the news music would play. Imagine it in your head. There you what go. What about the new listeners? New new listeners, imagine what you would think our news music would sound like. Ignore that sneeze. That doesn't go into the news music. Damn it, Jay! Now they're like, "Bless you." There's a no. Damn, damn it, Jay! <laughs> there's sneezes in the news music now. The new listeners. Will forever be tainted by this sneeze in their news music. Well, out of all the things to be tainted by, a sneeze isn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, Oz was jerking off earlier. They could have been tainted <laughs> by that. That's true. That's true. I'm glad that that didn't make it. In. So, okay, let's uh, let's talk about news. Uh, first of all, we got a lot of news to cover, so we're gonna be talking about news for a little while. If you guys have stories you wanna ask us about or want to talk about want to give your opinion on you have the numbers 310 ff live and friggin uh, fantastic forum on skype you know chime in in the chat room if you like to but i i think one of the i'll say this this was one of the the big stories for me which even though technically it was something we already knew but the official announcement has come down from lucas arts and from marvel in that DC will no longer DC. I'm sorry. Dark Horse will no longer be publishing uh, Star Wars comics as of the end of this year. Yeah, 2015. Marvel will be taking the reins back of Star Wars comic books, which I mean, I they they've done this before, huh? Are you are you, are you really surprised? I mean, we had oh, this no. conversation before. No. We we said, look, the mouse is taking it back. The contract out. No, no one's surprised. Everyone knew this was an inevitable. But it's not a news story. If everybody no, knew, it, it, the news story is now. We know when. It, it's historical now. That's we know when. That's the news story. Now we know. We always knew. We knew it was going to happen. How soon? How's it going to happen? And I wonder how this this works out because I know like Dark Horse had been saying for a long time, you know, we don't know, and we're just going to keep printing quality comics until they tell us not to but I wonder Five like years ago then? what go ahead no, I, was say, I wonder I, I feel bad for nah, Star Wars fans anymore. Go ahead. I feel bad for Star Wars fans because now they know how they, the Fraggle Rock fans feel like that's hilarious <laughs> right because everyone knows that and those Muppets fans Fraggle Rock has uh, the same fan base as Star Wars it's like it's just, just as big and, and, and friggin yeah big is right <laughs> Rotund. <laughs> Wait, just because you like fraggles, you gotta be fat. You saw the people at their panel. <laughs> you saw. Wait, were we at a Fraggle Rock panel? I was at the Muppets panel. Well, it was like the kids' comics panel. Okay. So it was. Wait, all the, why were you at a Muppets panel? Because I was with my niece and nephew at WonderCon. I wasn't gonna ask the question. I was just like, is Moses? So a, I took them. Moses a a, a Moby. <laughs> a Moby. <laughs> yeah, Moby. A like, bald guy that plays electronic music? Yeah, it's well, you know, Muppet guys when they're Mobies. I don't know, I'm just playing. I don't uh, know. I mean, I was like, 
Look, we're going to hashtag that. Hopefully it'll catch on. Well, I went to the, um, <laughs> was it the, the kids comics panel and it was all people that worked on the Kaboom Muppets and Incredibles and mm-hmm. all those Boom Studios, Disney comics. Mm-hmm. And they were all bummed out because, you know, no kids were there except for <laughs> the kids, you know, the, my niece and nephew. And uh, they were all crying about not finishing their run on Muppets and Fraggle Rock oh. when Disney bought Marvel. Wow. Well, there it is. I I do wonder though, like, what plans the Dark Horse have, and is it a thing? Like, are they going to try to culminate, like, like bring all their stories to an end at the end of this year, or are they just going to stop? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure that as a fuck you, I would say they do the best they can and leave it in a big cliffhanger. <laughs> I would do that. Is is that yeah. what you would do? But that's probably bad business. Yeah, that, I would say that is but bad is, business. But I mean, who are you really saying fuck you to? The fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've gotten it a lot already, so I don't care. Like, it, the whole comic book industry is a big fuck you to me this year. <laughs> so like, I, you know, after today's episode, I'm really just running the board. I'm not reading comics or anything. <laughs> He's like, that's it. it's my last one. Yeah. He's but like, yeah, it's it's really like. They're probably just going to finish everything out. Yeah. And try to... You're, you're not going to pick up Vampire Diaries number one? What? Why Vampire Diaries? Is Dark Horse doing Cause that? No, he's just mostly done with comics, but how could he skip Vampire Diaries They have comics? Yeah, number one is coming out. So, somebody didn't check the new releases this week, huh? I did, but nothing stood out except for Walking Dead number 119. <coughs> My, my jokes work when you guys actually do the research that Lawrence told us to do. <laughs> I mean, I did do it, but I didn't, like, I just yeah. saw what I cared about. No, no, like, I won't lie. I did I mean, not, like, I'm pretty sure that I had some kind of, uh... I've watched the show, but... Some kind I'm of... Not, I don't know what the comic's gonna add to my experience of the show. Some kind of, uh, voluntary blindness when it came to yeah. Vampire Diaries comic. I didn't see it either. Yeah, voluntary. Right. Vo- voluntary, involuntary. Joe laughed on the inside. He did. I saw him. No, it just wasn't his be- funny. His belly moved. No, it wasn't funny, but uh, <laughs> but I did notice that the comic was coming out. There it is. There it is. Um. So yeah. So I mean, I sh- you guys. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Dark Horse. They they've been holding down the torch. Or hold, not holding down the torch. It sucks because I I don't you know it's a perfect opportunity to kick somebody while they're down. <laughs> right. But because I made my Mike Richardson impression and I was going to read the press release and everything. Yeah. So have you heard Mike Richardson speak before? I have. So I was going to be like, you know, I was going to do it with. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like you're laughing already. <laughs> Look, I heard you like, yeah, Dark Horse have been doing a good year. <laughs> yeah, like, but, you know, I've realized not everybody's heard how he speaks. Yeah, that's true. Like Mike, Mike Richardson is not necessarily at the forefront. In regards to, uh, well, definitely not the mainstream, and yeah. not even necessarily the comic book. And he's just a really cool dude. And he Dark is. Horse has been good to us. So yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, this year I'm maturing a little. There it is. Change is being made, but but definitely, uh, Dark Horse like has it. been holding down the fort and and holding the torch high for a while now. In regards to Star Wars comics, and and per- I'm a personal fan of the work they do over there with the Star Wars franchise. It'll be sad to see them go. Um, even though I, I am excited to see what Marvel does with it, because I know Marvel has a yeah. Like, who do you think you think they're gonna get? We're gonna get a Abnett and Landing uh, Star Wars book. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Well, I don't. Oh, go ahead. What I want to know is if 
they're gonna continue any of the stuff that Dark Horse was doing, or is all that just gonna disappear? I I would think that it. I mean, I don't know about disappear because it's like, on one hand, because that stuff is sanctioned, it's canon. So it's not like it should disappear from, like, the ether or into into the ether or anything. But I don't believe Marvel is gonna go ahead and say, oh, "Okay, well, we're just gonna continue where these guys left off in this particular series or It'd this particular genre." It'd be great genre. if they could, you know, not do a pissing contest and kind of do that to make the transition easy. For yeah, the fans. smooth, yeah, that would but be they cool. Don't, they well, I don't care. Normally, when a company buys something, you know, they kind of take the basics and then they pretty much scrap everything else and start doing their own thing. So, you know, if Marvel does that, we're going to lose a lot of good, cool stuff the Dark Horse was doing. And yeah. that's my only issue with this transition. Like, I don't think, like, for instance, you're not going to get, like, a continuation of say the Star Wars if that's not done by the time this year's over. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think like the Star Wars comic book, um the the one that's just Star Wars that's going on right now, that's kind of a an alternate to <coughs> Right, a new hope. Yeah, a new right. Like I don't think that's gonna continue either. Uh I don't think that they're gonna like try to rewrite any of the history from these the great stories that Dark Horse has told. Um, in regards to like their limited series or anything like that, I think they'll just, to a, a, whatever degree they can, probably ignore it and start telling their own stories again. Right, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. But also, too, what what might happen is we're gonna lose a lot of cool stuff because they're just gonna ignore it and do their own thing. Yeah, what what might happen is they might focus on the future of Star Wars based on the things that are coming out. Because they have the close affiliation with Lucas Arts, like I wouldn't be surprised if instead of things like you know D uh, Dark Horse went back and like made like they they told the beginning of the entire like Jedi like philosophies and movement and all that with their their. Uh, Dawn of the Jedi series or whatnot, and told a lot of old Republic stories, and told stories about Darth Vader and his his beginnings and all that kind of stuff. I think what might end up happening with this is with Marvel is they might do the opposite, and maybe he's like, so we're gonna lose no like no more old Republic stories. I I don't know how many I don't I don't think we're gonna get a lot of old Republic stories. No, we're probably gonna Let's move see. from the movie on. Yeah, new like movies. like right. They might start, start telling stories about like that's like prequels to and while what I, the new movie that's coming out or like they have the uh, Star Wars Rebels animated joint that's coming. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a comic book that is affiliated with that. Yeah. See, as much as I like Marvel and I like Star Wars, like losing. All of that Dark Horse stuff is, like, I don't feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that they're going to probably try to go in a different <coughs> direction. But who knows? We might be pleasantly surprised. They might be like, oh, actually, we we love the Old Republic. We're going to start telling us. We're, we're going to give you a new series that's going to be ongoing strictly about the Old Republic. New 52 Old Republic. <laughs> who knows? You yeah, never know. Old but, Republic. But I don't think so. Right. Exactly. That's Old Republic. <laughs> 
We don't even pay attention to uh, that. Since we're on Star Wars news, um, our uh, our drinking buddy, John Schnepp. Oh, yeah. Uh, was hanging out somewhere talking. And uh, he talked about, he has inside sources that said one of the, the spinoff Star Wars movies that Disney's move, going through, going forward with, mm-hmm. is going to be a Boba Fett movie. Yeah. And he has it on high authority. And uh, I mean, Larry, Joe, you were, was, Joe was with us too when we were hanging out with him. Yeah, I no. think so. New York? Weren't you? Yeah, no. you had the chicken that tasted like salmon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't talking about it then. Well, no, 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 no he wasn't. Right. But okay. Just the way he talked, like, he doesn't seem like a dude that bullshits. Oh, no. You know? No, no, no. If, if like, he, didn't even wanna, he didn't even want to tell us about his own stuff. Right. Because he wasn't 100% sure on it. Right. If, so. if Schnepp says it's the case, I believe Schnepp. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I brought that up. Even Usually, if somebody just says something. <laughs> They just say it, but yeah, he basically... He says the the first standalone movie, because we all knew that they were going to be the standalone movies as well as the new... Well, I don't... I guess I guess it's the newest trilogy, yeah, but uh, is going to be Boba Fett. Now, I kind of got lost as far as what was real and what was fake with him. With Boba Fett? Yeah. And well, welcome to the Star Wars fandom universe. No, no, I was like, really, I, think, I don't think anybody knows what's canon and what's not anymore right so if they're gonna base it off the movie right is it gonna be a clone i don't give a fuck i'm assuming it's gonna be based off the movie because yeah then i don't care about the boba fett movie really just because he's a clone trump the uh extended universe it's not just because he's a clone like it's a really bad origin for him compared to what we like in in general yeah, it's a bad origin. Yeah, but compared to what we get in the novels, it's even worse. And so that's what I don't care about, and that's why I'm not going to watch his movie. Awesome. What was his origin in the novels? Like, what was? How is it different? Um, he's <laughs> his own person. He's not a clone of someone. He's just just random dude that was really not random. Trained. He, yeah, he was pretty much a random dude. Uh, got in tight with the Mandalorians, changed his name, and uh, he's mostly about law and order, and uh, he hates Jedi. Can't be mad at that. So it's like, the the Boba Fett from the books is a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, you see his principles, you... Uh, if you've been reading, you get to learn how he thinks, mm-hmm. like what he's all about, and that's not present in now now the movie because he's a little kid. It's not present in the animated series because he was a a little kid, right? And it's like, but yeah, that's if what, they're going with the little kid Boba Fett. Well, that's the thing. Like here, here's here's like the the standalone or a Boba Fett movie. Is probably going to be about an adult Boba Fett transitioning into the Boba Fett we know from the movies. So, because they've already the origin we've already seen in the the prequels. So, just because they're doing a Boba Fett movie, I mean, don't get me wrong, they can acknowledge that origin, but not really dwell there much, and kind of still be a movie about the Boba Fett that we all know and love, right? 
It could be something between but, episode three and four. Yeah, it it definitely could be something between episode three and it four, could go all or, the way through four. Right, it exactly. Show or up right, to Empire. Exactly, or during four. Right, yeah. exactly. It should take place after. After what? Oh, but it won't. No, nah, right. look, we're not that lucky. Now, after after what? Like after your turn after of the Return Jedi. of the Jedi. So. Okay. Like when he blows up so the pit. Like he crawls out of the Sarlacc's yeah. Yeah, stomach I mean, and then goes about being Boba Fett. Doing all this crazy Because shit. that's what he does. Is there, there's a there's a lot of novels with him after the Sarlacc pit? I think Oh, definitely. In Fate of the Jedi, he was the one that broke that, uh, that Imperial, like the person that was in charge of the police forces. Mm-hmm. He was the one that broke her out of jail uh-huh. after the whole... Uh, you know, killing uh, Jedi incident. Like, <laughs> okay, hey, I'm not mad at that. I just, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't. He was kind of badass. Like, he got it's caught in, in a trap, uh-huh. and so, like, there was a Jedi coming, and she got close to him, and he used the flamethrower on her, hoping that he would, she would kill him, so that he wouldn't be in the trap anymore. And she was, and like it was just, it's awesome to hear him like talk, like to watch that scene or mm-hmm. read that scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, this dude is a badass. He is a badass. He's Boba Fett. That's true. <coughs> um, John Snap also said that it's gonna be that movie is gonna be written by Lawrence Kasdan, mm-hmm. who wrote Empire Strikes Back. Right, the greatest of all the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I, I tell you, like it, it's interesting because I have a love hate relationship with Lawrence Kasdan. Yes, no, not with Lars Kasdan. I mean, his with, getaway was okay. <laughs> with the idea of the clones, no, oh. because on some some aspects of it are really cool, and especially no, no there's no. nothing cool about the clones about clone troopers. Um, you know, clone troopers are not cool. I think they're cool. I I like. Them. I yeah. will say they've done cool things with them. Yeah. But the idea that they're all the same, like, it's not cool. There's nothing cool about that. I mean, but they're not all the me. same, really. No, they're all shaped by their experiences. Right. And they like do things <coughs> to try to like differentiate themselves. Right. They give each other weird haircuts and. Oh. I mean, they're not weird. Tattoos. It's different. All right. I, I get that. Yeah. It's not cool, though. It's it's a love-hate thing. Because like I said, I, I like the idea <coughs> of that and how they, like, try to form an identity in and of them, you know, of their own, basically. But at the yes, same... Yes, so it's good high-concept science fiction, uh, which yeah. doesn't belong in Star Wars. Why not? Star Wars isn't high-concept. It's I mean, like medium concept. Not at its core, but you can put a high concept in there here and there. There's a little high you concept. You could do it in the there. comics. That, yeah. That's true. I, I mean, mean, it has well, a, just a, the, the bionic <coughs> implant stuff I mean, itself. You know, like, it actually became real life. That's to true. To a degree. That's true. And then it's just, you know, but on the other hand, like, there was something about the, that you Even do. Even the force itself. Like. Some people choose to think that's like dark matter. Yeah, that's true. I, I what I don't like is where you lose the or even what, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the ambiguity that happens when you're like, okay, we know that they made a clone army. 
where does that army stop and the empire begin like how many of those stormtroopers are supposed to be clones and how many of them are guys that are just signing up to like be a part of the empire to like serve or whatever like you know what's what's the deal there now i don't like how that like there should be something that transitions but i don't know that's all good it's not all good it does make those old t-shirts that said you know i want you to right. join, join the empire yeah. right yeah yeah glad i threw my shirt away <laughs> we need to go on a break when we come back we're gonna go ahead and keep on with the uh comic book news because lord knows there's plenty of stuff uh, i see some of your questions in chat uh tiger claw and i see some of your uh comments fantas we'll address them when we return this is fantastic forum on allgames.com and we're back all right so uh more comic book news a lot of stuff happened while we were away uh let's talk about it <laughs> oh <laughs> you need a mic moses moses been gone too long he's like i don't know how to do this anymore he's like i hate comics anyway i've been using for like my video blog on Fantastic Four, I've been using my headset for my phone. Ah, I got you. So when I do the ones that you don't get to see at home, uh-huh. every time I have a mic, it's my headset. We we need uh we need more of those in 2014. Yeah. I love your video blogs. Yeah. I'll, I'll get some out. Yeah, you heard it here first. Video blog? Yes. You haven't watched Moses's video blogs? I've seen him tweet videos. Is that it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that'll <laughs> work. I tweet a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, you do. Former Walking Dead showrunner Frank Darabont is suing AMC for millions. Millions. Uh, Frank Darabont brought Walking Dead to the screen. Yeah. And then when he left, it turned to shit. <laughs> Except for that last episode. Yeah, that was great. But uh, yeah, it's just basically, uh, you know, he's not—he hasn't gotten any of his residuals. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what he's saying, and. It basically, he said that AMC did some weird shit where they don't have to. They, they use a uh, unconscionably low licensing fee formula to ensure that the show would never show a profit, and wow. so it would never have to pay Darabont. What? That's why you read your contract before you sign it. Right. Wait but, a minute. No, but he read his contract, right? right? Are you sure? It, no, but, it sounds like he didn't. No, but I'm saying if you use... It sounds like he thought he was going to get a lot of money, and then they were like, did you read your contract? And he was like, no. I want money. I'm going to sue you. Wait a minute. I, it, this he, sounds read like... Read your comic. If read you your say... If it says contract. you get residuals... If your contract says you get residuals <laughs> when Walking Dead is such like so profitable, and you're like, okay, cool. That's reading your contract. If they mess around and make the show not profitable by monkeying with the numbers on how they decide to count what's profit and what isn't, or how much profit they get, just so they don't have to pay this dude, that's something different. It sounds like you didn't read this contract. It it might not be just so they don't have to pay this dude. It might be just so they don't have to pay taxes. This dude's just getting sued in profit. But that's that's still not okay either, though, because it's like you made a good show. Like Walking Dead is popular. No one no one thinks differently. When I heard it was bad, that the show? last season was bad. Whatever, it still broke records it's in six, viewership. It's successful. I heard it's not as popular as the Dynasty. It's it's successful is the point. It the show hits arrows. That show on that dude on Duck Dynasty is crazy. 
He's not crazy. He's a hillbilly. Nah. He's not even he, really a hillbilly. Is he kind of crazy? No, they do it for the show. They they <laughs> only do it for the show. Yeah, Dave Johnson posted my friend Dave Johnson on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cr- you know, artist for Superman Red Sun. Uh huh. Name dropping here. Um, <laughs> he posted a picture before and after, before the show and after the show uh-huh. picture of them, and they were like preppy golfers. That's hilarious. And then now they're Duck Dynasty people. Word. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that guy's yeah. So Bump Duck Dynasty, they should pay Frank Darabont. He helped make that show what it is. Right. Which you said wasn't even that good. The Walking Dead. I said the first show was not was not, like no, not the. You the said first the season. last season. But he he's wasn't been, that good. He's when been they gone. when he left, they started right slowly going. It was like after he left was when it started. Well, getting he a little shouldn't shaky. have left. They. Kicked them out. They asked him to leave. To not, they kicked them out to not pay him more. Right. And then got somebody to half-ass do what he started. Right. And then they got rid of him to not pay him more. Right. And then <laughs> this guy did what we see now. That's why you read your contract. He, his contract has nothing to do with them asking him to leave. I think it does. You'd be wrong. Not <laughs> if your contract says you have to stay on for a certain amount of time, you stay on. It doesn't say that. Well, that's his fault, right? No. Like, he's not complaining about leaving. He's complaining about not getting paid at all for what he did. And think of it like this. This is the fourth <coughs> season of Walking Dead. He has he they asked him to leave after what? The first season or was it the second? Like halfway through the second. Okay. So halfway through the second they asked him to leave. This guy has been quiet about not getting his money for a year and a half. Pro- if you want to actually it's probably actually more like 2 years. So now he's like guess what? I'm getting my money. Th- that's all there is to it. It's not like he was like, he left all like, I'm out this booch. Give me my dollars. <laughs> it's not, that's not what he did. He left quietly and professionally. And, and Walking Dead went through a whole bunch of writers like muckety muck, like where they weren't trying to, they, they were trying not to use union writers so they didn't have to pay people. Like, I mean, and I, I, it's somewhat understandable because I guess the show. Hey, we all use Mexicans here and there. <laughs> the show only has so big of a budget, but you can't not pay the people that you owe. Just I wonder the... if they went to Home Depot to get writers. You know the thing about hiring those guys. <laughs> Leave that alone. And some of them are like dishonest. Joaquin like, did. They will purposely injure themselves while they're on your property so that they can sue you. Are you talking about Frank Darabont? Like he's like some kind of swindler? Like is that what you're trying to say? Like, like Mexicans no, don't do that. This I was, is, no, I was talking about the Home Depot guys. Yeah. Some of them do. The ones that have papers. That's though. why you got to be like, you can't always trust the guys that hang out at Home Depot. What What does that have to do with Frank Darabont? I was talking about using Mexicans. <laughs> so we're talking about the distrust of Mexicans right now? Is that Assuming what's that sounds like Salvadorians. Oh, see. <laughs> uh, a little right. bit more on the article here. But this practice <coughs> that's been called out time and time again on shows like Home Improvement, Smallville, and the X Files, what makes Darabont's case unusual is that the suit also alleges that Darabont's firing was a direct result of not, not of creative differences, but rather AMC's calculated determination to avoid paying him. Wow. The complaint details how Darabont was let go without explanation to both the public and Darabont himself right before the second season precisely in order to avoid his contractual obligation to pay him increased profits which vested fully at the conclusion of season two 
In a separate statement to the Hollywood Reporter, Darabont's lawyer summarized AMC's conduct towards Frank to date has been nothing short of atrocious. Unfortunately, the fans of The Walking Dead has suffered as well <laughs> by being deprived of this creative talent. That's what struck to me. Because it's like, yeah, it wasn't like the comic like I wanted. Right. But it was gritty. It was good. And then these have been, you know, they've been slowly declining. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like, feel I should sue That's why people. I don't watch it. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> that's Lucky why. You. That's why. Yeah. So, it's all good. It's not all good. Uh, oh, wow. So, so their bond can't afford a fifth Ferrari. Oh, I feel so bad for the gay. He shouldn't have to work for free. Yeah, even if you're rich, you should get paid what you're like, owed. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. But I think if he read his contract better. Read his contract better. Like, like, just, they literally <laughs> did it so that he wouldn't they, fulfill his contract application. The person that's reading maybe, the contract is AMC. Lawyer, what he owed AMC's reading the contract like, how do, we, how do we stop this from happening? Oh, my God. Like They're like, Frank Darabont's getting paid more than the actors. <laughs> well, like, that's the actor's fault for not being better. Whoa, <laughs> the act the the actors are great. They 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 were all for the most part unknown, so, right? So it's not so no, if they were known, they would have gotten paid more. Nobody's saying they should. Nobody's saying that. You know, nobody's saying that they, they probably got paid what they're <laughs> supposed to get paid. What what the issue is is that Darabont negotiated his contract, and then they were like, "We don't want to do that." So how do we stop it? And they they figured out a way to try to stop it that was not. You see, that's why was not was not right. That's why it's malicious. When you get your contract, you get a lawyer to make sure that there are no loopholes like that. It's not a loophole. It, it is, uh, dude. It's not a loophole. It, this is all, it's literally like it's all complex contract negotiation. These this is what contract law is about. It's not a loophole. They fired him so they don't have to pay him. Guess what? When you fire somebody. someone, you stop paying them. Well, you get you have to have a reason to fire somebody. Turns I out, no. You, you kind of don't. Nah, you have to have a reason. Nah, not, not all the time. Nah, his contract was like, you have to have a reason. That's why he can sue. Because he's like, you guys are wrong. Because he read his contract. We'll see what a judge has to say about we'll see, it. We'll see what judge says. You didn't read your contract, Frank Darabont. <laughs> That's what the judge says. Well, the thing is, if he did or didn't read the contract, if it's something that, that's a, a, a wrongful uh, professional practice, mm -hmm. he still gets paid whether he read his contract or not. Right. Because the, the, the diligence is on the part of the people being sued. Right, you know, so he could have just he could have just felt like suing him. He could have gotten paid and decided he wanted more. Yeah, and if if he he could have gotten paid and still said, you know what, I don't like how they fired me. I want more money. He yeah. could still sue him, even though he didn't read his contract, even though they paid him. Right, it's, this you is it's not a, a criminal thing. It's not right. like it's beyond reasonable doubt. Right, it's, it's a civil suit, so it's probably right. like preponderance of the evidence or something like that. So like he the, much the lower standard said in the statement. He just. The way he's being treated isn't right. Yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's the basis of it. Well, in Walking Dead comic news, uh, these latest issues, which are basically, they're, they're in the... Uh, Late all, one teens? 
Yeah, and all all out war is the the arc. particular art going on right now. All these issues are selling out, uh, and so basically they're having to do multiple multiple prints. That's because it's not the TV show. Is that why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be right. The comics a lot better. Well, you from what I've me. been told. Yeah, you have to tell yeah. me. I, I was the one that told you. No, <laughs> me and Moses, I think we were the ones. But uh, yeah, All Out War is actually the culmination of uh, Rick and the different larger community that they've been able to become a part of going head to head against Negan, who is the friggin' most terrible son of a bitch that's ever existed in the Walking Dead universe. that terrible. It's pretty terrible. No, I mean, you know, he's bad. It's pretty terrible. But he makes sense. I mean, he makes sense. That's to I guess a that's what's most so yeah. dangerous about him. Yeah, it's like he doesn't seem he's like vicious. He's not batshit crazy, right? <laughs> he's he's almost like he's say, the only one that's sane. You know, <laughs> it's 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 almost like the world was was tailored so that he could survive it. Right? Like I would be sucks. Like he was probably like a gym coach. Before yeah, the, you're probably right. <laughs> before the, the I, I can't apocalypse. wait till they do that issue. That'd be awesome to see where Negan was before this all happened. Yeah, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see no, that? No, I just like how he is now, and I want him to die. Oh, because it's like Christ. the last thing we need is somebody making sense in the post-apocalypse. I mean, I think Negan's not going to make it. I don't think no, he he's can. Not make it. Like, look, I, I, tell I can't you what, wait till he shows up in the TV show. He already did. <laughs> like the the governor definitely has some Negan overtones. There's there's a lot of Negan. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they didn't make him black. Negan, please. <laughs> Look, I will say this though. I feel like in the comic, the world, the the world isn't big enough for Rick and Negan. Yeah. Like one of those dudes has has to go. And it's look, just so crazy because you know, just a, a little bit of a plug for for All Out War. It's the world has ended. It's the post-apocalypse, and this all-out war going on. It feels like the world is ending again. Yeah, it really does. With every issue, I'm like, it does. Ugh. It does. Uh, yeah, it's good. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, I no. didn't want to lose that thought. No, I get it. I get it, man. And there's they've introduced some amazing characters yeah. and just like done you know. some things with you know characters that are now dead in the comics. But yeah. On well, the show, they're dead, but yeah, they're in the comics and they do some badass shit. Yeah, like throw a guy off a watchtower. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was amazing. Yeah, it was good all stuff. bloodied and beat it up, and she still did it. Yeah. So and then they think she's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. It it's a it's a good joint. I like it a lot. I can't so. wait for the Walking Dead TV series spinoff. Really? I can wait. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I would think like, that it's gonna be the Carol show. The, it better not be. It is. That's who's gonna be. Either that, or she's coming back next season, like with an army, and she's gonna be Negan. They're gonna gender swap Negan. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be weird. If that did happen, I don't think it will. Who knows, though? Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, what was it? Scotty Young's gonna provide the art. For the uh, free comic book day 2014 T-shirt, I'm buying it. Is it free? I don't think so, but maybe it is. But uh, yeah, it's basically uh, a shirt that kind of shows a kid's perspective of 
learning uh, or, or learning about comics for the first time, I'll put this into chat so you guys can see the, the image. It's pretty cool though because it definitely has overtones of some of, like you'll you'll look and you'll look at the picture and be able to recognize the archetypes. So that's good stuff. Hmm. Uh, there's some uh, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron rumors. Oh, yeah? <coughs> and, uh, yeah, apparently uh, Robert Downey Jr. wants Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster in the next movie. Me Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster? Yeah. I, I just thought to myself, like, why can't he want Terrence Howard? Why Why can't he want Terrence Howard? Yeah. No, Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard can't be in Marvel movies anymore. Duh. God's going to bless him. <laughs> it's like I hate when when people use God in place of curse words. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like God bless you. It's like <laughs> you mean to say f me? <laughs> I heard you. Don't I do love that. How he did it though. He was just so angry and real. Yeah, it was real. It was very real. It's almost God's like gonna bless him. Almost like a character in one of Tyler Perry's movies. <laughs> it's like did he just? Ask that the devil reach out and grab Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I wonder if he's hiding like Who? little bits of coke in his food or something <laughs> to Who? make him relapse. Who? Who would Mel Gibson be in a Marvel movie? I mean, well, he could it? be a hate monger. Yeah, hate monger. <laughs> or was it the Flag Smasher? Right, right. That's perfect. That would be funny. He would not take that role. He better not. Uh, he should. He should stop taking himself so seriously. The, I mean, I would agree with you on that. And learn how to drink. And he should learn how to drink? Yeah. You don't <laughs> have to get racist every time you drink. <laughs> Wait, how many times should you get racist? Do it like when you go take a piss and nobody's around. Get all your N-words and Jew-words out. <laughs> and then come back to the party. That's what this, I do. This was in the in the corner. It's like, does this fool have Tourette's? <laughs> it's like, what's yeah. he doing? Oh my god, that'd be so crazy. Or pick a group that won't fight back, like Filipinos. <laughs> Filipinos, like don't they don't fight. get that mad. That is funny too. I I don't yeah I don't know what to say about that. Like I mean I know they've faced discrimination, but. I mean, what they call them, slanty-eyed Mexicans? Is that what they call them? That's what I call them. Because <laughs> they're still, like, even the word for their mongrel race, like, we call mestizos in Mexico, you know, the, the half-Indian, half-Spanish, and that's what they call their people. Oh, yeah? So they're basically Mexicans with, like, Chinese eyes. They're Mexicans with, like, it's funny because... Uh, well, okay. We'll just leave it at that. No, no go ahead. What's funny? I want to laugh. <laughs> no, no. I don't. No, it's no, not come funny. On. It's not funny. Now I think about it. He was going to say Jessica doesn't look Filipino. What? No, I wasn't going to say anything like that. Why? Jessica doesn't even look Filipino at all. Whatever. Because right, she's a Mexican with slanty eyes. That's true. That's true. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, man. What else is happening in the news? Let's see. Did you guys hear about the... The rumor of, um, I, well, I guess it's multiple rumors because there's a rumor, or I don't think it's been confirmed yet, 
of Joaquin Phoenix possibly playing Lex Luthor in Superman Batman. Yeah, I heard that. I chose to ignore it. <laughs> you, you don't like the idea of a uh, Joaquin Phoenix Lex Luthor? I just I don't care about that movie. Gotcha. I think he could probably do an okay Lex Luthor. I don't think he has that presence that like because you know Lex Luthor like you a shot of Thanos looking over a balcony and a shot of Lex Luthor looking over a balcony like you could superimpose those. Mm-hmm. He's got presence. Like yeah. he's bigger than life. Yeah, they definitely fill up a room, Lex Luthor. Yeah, he, I um, mean he did a pretty good job in Gladiator. Of- Playing that type of character, not really, because nah, nah, he was he, a little femi and a little vulnerable. Yeah. Like he was yeah. too vulnerable to actually fight. He's, like, he's a guy that wanted to be the dude right. that shows up the room, but doesn't really. Right. Yeah. But but I see where. You, but honestly, I do think Joaquin Phoenix could do it. I do. Uh, I mean, he's a great actor. He. I yeah. just haven't seen anything that he's done where he could do that. Where you'd be like, be able to take that performance right. and like that's Lex Luthor too. Right. Yeah. Um. Like I know Liam Neeson could do it. Oh yeah. The other rumor about Lex Luthor uh, in ba- uh, Superman, Batman, is the possibility of Denzel Washington playing Lex Luthor. He could do that. That was that was kind of uh, thrown away when the rumor was changed to he's going to be John Stewart. Well, see, then they now, said the Rock is going to be John Stewart. Wait, wait, but see, here's the thing: the Rock is Black Adam, though. That's Wait, not what they said. Here's the thing: that, where it's like that, I don't. That, that, that came about because Rock tweeted that he's talking uh, to DC about uh, movie stuff, and then people commented on his Twitter that that he's going to be John Stewart. See now, but why does the John Stewart rumor blow away the Lex Luthor rumor? Because I I think, like, don't get me wrong, I don't I don't think I want because to John watch... Stewart is actually black and Lex Luthor isn't, so well, people think that he that. He'd most likely be cast as a black character. Now, I don't. I don't. Now, wait, whether, whether that's right or not, that that's just what people think because that's how people think. I don't want to see Denzel Washington really play either one of those characters, honestly. Right, and we're not talking about you. We're talking about why that rumor blew up. No, no. But what I what I want to say is, I think that Denzel Washington, if he has to play one of those two characters, I think he probably would make a better Lex Luthor than he would. A John Stewart, like J- shouldn't John Stewart be younger? Wasn't John Stewart white? No, <laughs> only Daily on the show? Daily Show. Only on the Daily Show. It's make a different him black, different guy. It's different a guy. it's a construct. It's it's a construct. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so okay, I I just like it's just it was just one of those things where you know and. You, uh, over the holiday, Tiger Claw sent this article or, or put an article into Fantastic Forum uh, Facebook group. Uh, Join today if you're not already a part of that. About you know, or someone making an argument why race right, should that's matter. That's a really good topic of conversation that we chose to ignore. No, absolutely, yeah. Like we're like. I don't. It actually got yet. reaction from people on my friends list. Oh, did it? Yeah, that aren't part of the Fantastic Forum group, but it got uh-huh. them like they read the article, they hit the like button, and I, it could have been a conversation if any of us chose to chime in. Well, it's see, there, there, it's one of those things where it's like, look, I have a response, and it, it's like, but it, I think it needs it needs a little more time. Cause next week. Yeah, because I can't, I can't, you know, I I could go on and on about that topic, but um, it's really interesting how 
I guess I don't know. Like, then I don't even know if Denzel Washington has any business in a comic book movie. Period. Not because he's not talented enough. It just kind of, to a certain degree, it almost feels like he's beyond it. You know, like so, like I, I would almost say the same thing about Liam Neeson, but Liam Neeson was in a Star Wars movie, so and Batman. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. See, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a fan of that either. <laughs> even though, even I liked, I liked the character. I mean, he does he movies where he fights wolves, like his, his, <laughs> like his transcendence as like a. That's true. As a, uh, you know, one of those actors, the foofy, foofy, artsy, fartsy movie actors, like it's, it's gone. It's like, not gone because he does them both. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he's not exclusive to that. Like Daniel Day Lewis sure. is still there. Mm. Like he, he, he probably will never be in a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. But you know, we can only hope. If if Denzel Washington, was I want Daniel Day Lewis to be Doctor Strange. Wow. But you know, they don't care what I want. <laughs> As they've proven time and time again. Yeah. If if Denzel Washington was going to be in a comic book movie, I don't know that I would want him to be in those two roles. I don't want him in a DC movie. You don't you don't want him in a DC movie. Period. Well, he did a comic book movie, The Two Guns. Oh, that is true. That is true. That that definitely happened. And you know, I don't think you know Boom probably doesn't see it that way, but. I mean, a boom. A boom sees it that way, definitely. But I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, the, the people the, don't. The people probably don't see it that way. But yeah, that, you know, everybody cares what people think. <laughs> that is the God honest truth. That is the God honest truth. Okay, so uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna do um, a review of Thunderbolts Annual Number One, and we're gonna go ahead and talk about whether comics have outgrown their standard numbering. This is Fantastic Forum on allgames.com. So, uh, Jay, you got a review for us. Thunderbolts Annual Number 1. Okay, cool. So, I assume we're all familiar with the Thunderbolts. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely am. And I think the rest of Fantastic Forum is. But I, I, the audience probably has heard of the Thunderbolts but doesn't know what incarnation they are right now off the top okay so the thunderbolts are basically a group of super villains that fight evil and uh this team is comprised of thunderbolt ross who's the leader uh punisher venom deadpool electra and red leader (laughs) well he's not red leader he's just the leader they see they're already jumped on the Star Wars stuff. Look, when you look at the book and it show tells you who's in it, it, it says Red Leader. I'm not. I'm <laughs> like, it's funny the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> now you got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It took a second. I'm not saying that they say Red Leader, but I'm saying it's the same guy. It's not like Red Hulk, where that's a different guy. What? Why are you looking at me like that? They like just, they probably just what? made him like. For Look. the color scheme, because everybody's red. Yeah, yeah, he got exposed to to gamma right radiation like the, and yeah like, made him red. Like the Punisher has a red skull, right? And yeah. Venom has a red spider, right? They're red and black are their. They their made two him colors. red just to fit in. Now those people aren't villains generally. Most of those guys, right? Well, actually, yeah, this team like 
They're killers. They're they're actually all, I guess, assassins. Like anti-heroes. Right. Yeah. This is the anti-hero Except squad. Except for leader. Leader is usually a villain. Yeah, leader is usually a villain. And, oh, and red you, leader. You can, and you can say the same thing about Elektra. She's yeah, what? A villain. No. She's a hero. Elektra's no hero. She was in Heroes for Hire. Who cares? I do. Like, she's a hero. She's an assassin. But now she assassinates bad guys. Ele- Elektra, at best, is a mercenary. She's not a hero. Nobody's like, oh, uh, Electra's out here saving the day. That doesn't happen. She did save the day. Nah. She was one of the heroes for hire that saved the day. <laughs> okay. Hey. Okay. Hey. I mean, if they pay you, then you're a mercenary, you're not a hero. So you're saying mercenaries can't be heroes? No. Yes. They're, they're just doing their job. A hero does it to do it. So you're saying a fireman is not a hero? He's yeah. just doing his job. <laughs> Fireman, yep. straight up mercenary. Nine, 90% of the time, they're not heroes. They're bodybuilders. Firemen? They just work out and wait for fires, right? <laughs> hey, I don't... And I, then sometimes there's nobody to save in those fires. They just put it out. <coughs> hey, so maybe, yeah, 95% of the time, they're not heroes. What yeah. I'm not going to do I is mean, talk look, down r- fires. Rain puts out <laughs> fires, too. Are you going to call Fireman God? What? He's calling God a fireman? Is that what's happening? I think you call rain God. Well, God makes it rain, puts out fires. Does that mean firemen are also should be called gods because they can put out fires? No. Well, they have rain, a, they have a job to get paid for. Rain and, and, and firemen are completely different. That's true. Like when it rains, there doesn't have to so be a fire. So is firemen and hero. I'm glad if you're a fireman, a, a, you're not a, just spraying your hose. For no reason, like you're out there to do a specific job. Are we still talking about putting out fires? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> like, what's happening here? The Thunderbolt. So <laughs> but in any case, yes, he's mercenary, anti-hero heroes. Uh, the Thunderbolts, and this mission is to fight. Sorry, I blanked on his name. But Doctor Strange? Yes, they're fighting <laughs> Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Is who he still is, the Sorcerer Supreme? He he became the Sorcerer again? Supreme again, yeah. <coughs> After the whole debacle with friggin' they like when Brother Iron Voodoo Brother well no, Brother Voodoo got killed. And then yeah, I guess Iron Fist did have the I, uh, Agamotto for a second, huh? And Wolverine did too. Why? Mm, just cause. That's always. Like, cause Wolverine could do everything. Like, <coughs> whatever. Wolverine. Jealous. No, I'm jealous. You're jealous. I'm just like, Wolverine can't do every damn thing. That's what I know. Jealous. That fool's only four <coughs> feet tall. <laughs> you gotta be at least six feet to be Sorcerer Supreme, right? At least five, nine. So, anyway, Doctor Strange has gone insane and he is making everyone happy. And he's feeding off of their happiness. That fiend. Uh, how dare he? So, of course, the Thunderbolts can't let the stand. Just like, I hate happiness. <laughs> and so their first order of business is to go procure magic weapons so that they can defend themselves. Um, and so they break off into teams. You have Elektra... And Deadpool, who go 
uh, Ray Elsa Bloodstone's home for the Bloodstone and uh, Punisher and Venom go and seduce Val- uh, wait, it's yeah, not Valkyrie. Val- Valkyrie and steal something from her. I forgot what it was. Her sword. And uh, Red Hulk and Red Leader are kidnapped by Wand and given a magic uh, arsenal. What What is Wand? Wand <laughs> is Shield's Wand Magic Division, <laughs> and it's the Wizardry, Alchemy, Necromancy Department. <laughs> Wand. Oh, it cracked me up so much. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, they're kidnapped by Wand, given weapons, and have their memories are replaced with those of fighting a ghost. Right. And so, they all get together, weapons in hand, to go fight Doctor Strange. And it turns out, of course, it's not the real Doctor Strange. It's a fairy. I hate when that happens. That's why he was wearing the undies. And (laughs) it turns out the Punisher knows no happiness. (laughs) He knows happiness. Well, his happiness comes from killing things. (laughs) (laughs) And so... This book is great. Um, <laughs> Why is it great, Jay? It's like the second funniest comic I've read this year. Like, you have a bunch of super cool character moments. Um, definitely Wand was hilarious. Um, the director of Wand has a terrible name, though. Like, I hate her name. Pandora? Was it Pandora? Pearsons or Preston or what no, it's a uh, Pandora Peters. What's wrong with that name? Sounds like a porn star name. She looks like a porn star. She's all like tattooed up, even though I'm sure those are probably like magical talismans or something. But like, what's wrong with Pandora Peters? I just don't like it. That's fair. And so, yeah, so. Great book, very funny. I love the ending, which is a reference to the Avengers movie <laughs> where they replaced their memories with them all eating shawarma. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, that is Thunderbolts annual number one. Word. What do you think of the art? I've seen better. Okay. Um, there's actually one picture in particular, one panel, that I didn't like. I thought it was very insulting to me as a reader of comic, as a reader of superhero comics. I uh-huh. found it very insulting. What picture was that? It's Electra picking a lock with the uh, acid, and she's bent over and. What's supposed to be like a sexy her ass is out pose, but it looks so unnatural and out of place. It's obviously pandering to like 
perverts <laughs> and that they would think that I'm one of those perverts. It's just insulting. It actually kind of looks like Deadpool's like doing her doggy style. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I like those pictures and poses when they're done right. But this just, it's so unnatural and out of place that it's terrible. That's fair. That's fair. So it's like Joe's like, I'm all for the exploitation, just not, but but what more subtle, or just better um, drawn. <laughs> either more subtle or less blatant. <laughs> right. No, not less blatant. You, uh, it's this is right in the middle of like, oh, they're guys, so they want to see a sexy picture, so we'll throw this in. It's like, no, you draw, draw right. And, like, if you're going to exploit, draw an exploitative picture, or don't. They don't feel like you have to do something unless that is the purpose of it. And this doesn't seem like it's the purpose of it. Got you. So, so it's just, it's out of place, basically. Yeah. Got you. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect way to put it. It's out of place. Yeah. Fair. <coughs> so, what, what, uh, what, or how would you rate this book? Um, the art could have been better. I don't like that one picture, but it has good character moments. Yeah. In a, a very decent moments. story. So, I will give it a four out of five. There you go. Whoa. High marks from Jay. The end. Yeah, that's it. Four out of five. I mean, you read it. What did you think? I, th I thought it was great. But I think, you know, I mean, I enjoy the Thunderbolts. I think that this group of, of characters <coughs> together makes some really interesting, make, makes for some really interesting moments. And Who so, wrote it? Acker? Blacker? What? Look at the inside of the full name, Joe. It's Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Is <laughs> like Blacker? Acker? What? They don't know who wrote it on this. It's either Blacker or Acker. Oh, it's both of them. It's Blacker and Acker. Right. So, wow. Black, ben Blacker. Ben Blacker than what? Ben Acker. Ben Blacker than Acker. So, um, yeah, it was penciled by Matteo Loli. Loeli. <laughs> Who, yeah, he should have done better. And uh, James Campbell was a colorist. He could have done better. Uh, Joe Sabano was good with the lettering. Okay. And uh, actually, I think the cover is really good. Yeah, the cover is right. really good. Who did that? Uh, the cover was done by uh, Carlos Barberi and Edgar Delgado. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's a great, it's a good, it's a good group. <coughs> I like them a lot, and I feel like they have a purpose. And uh, the like that. dude, that would have been awesome. Like even the electro pose on the cover looks better than any pose she did, and it's not exploitative, a hundred percent. Right. 100%. Well. <laughs> Even though it's only like 
two percent, like sixty-five. Even if it is, it, it looks in place, right? Like, like she's ju- in action, right? Like you could say the same thing about Hulk, right? All them rippling muscles, I know, making me feel things in my nether regions. In Larry's nether regions, <laughs> <laughs> look at this. It feels so bulbous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the top 10 DC, th- or the current top 10 DC titles. Uh, and we're talking about this because Newsarama did a poll. And they asked their fans to pick the top 10 DC titles that are currently being published. And uh, they didn't ask me. Well, it's the readers of Newsarama is who they asked. No. Oh. And I thought it was interesting just because, it, you know, it's a fan poll, of course, like a reader poll. <laughs> it was interesting to see what, you know, I, I guess guys that go to Newsarama regularly, I would assume, are, are people that read comic books on a fairly regular basis. I would assume. Um, but I know for me, it was really interesting to see what they thought was or what they thought were some of the best that DC has to offer. Uh, especially, you know, being a Marvel guy that reads DC stuff and thinking like, okay, well, how how does that differ than what I would have thought necessarily? Oz, you're a resident DC guy, and you've you've seen this poll. Um, and actually, you you said you found another poll that's a top ten for current titles that DC's publishing, correct? Yeah, I found uh, another. Top ten of what's currently being published. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and uh, how about I'll, I'll say what the top ten is for the Newsarama poll, and you give us what, or I'll say what the tenth spot is. You give us the tenth spot for the other poll. Um, okay. So basically, for this one, number ten, they had a tie between Batman, Superman, and Lil Gotham. Was number ten on on that list over there? Uh, who whose list is it, by the way, Oz? The the one I have is from Paste Magazine. Uh huh. And number ten is All Star Western. All Star Western. Wow. I thought All Star Western wasn't being made anymore. <laughs> well, it's like not a western. I saw the newest issue at the stand. Uh huh. And he was like driving a Ferrari. Wow. And Booster Gold put him in the future. Booster Gold put All Star Western, the guy, the Castle All Star Western. He put Jonah Hex, like, back in in the future. Oh, jeez. It's like, I don't. (laughs) Why do they call it All Star Western when it's not a Western? Well, it's just the Porsche that makes it not Western, right? No, it's, it's. They're in the future. No, that and All Star Western doesn't take place in the West. Right, it takes place in Gotham, which is in the east. Mm-hmm. You can have an eastern, western. Only if it's in, like, China. It makes it, <laughs> not, it makes it not a western. It makes it gangs in New York. No, no, gang, gangs in New York didn't take place in that time, did it? In the 1800s. No. Uh, like Civil War time. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Wow. No, fuck with me, Larry. I know westerns. We're talking about Eastern. No, I know, but Western. <laughs> the Westerns take place in that time, that era. 
Gotcha. So, and that's what the era that that movie takes place. I thought Talk Gangs New York. Is Easter. We're talking that. That's what uh, you know. This it's the year is. of the horse. Fuck. That. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Oh, What's wrong with that? Sucks. Why? Dude, don't you know what that means? What? Dude, Are you what? screwing with me? <laughs> no. Trust me. Look up what the year of the horse means. It's a it's a terrible omen. Is it like what does the fox say? Nah. Oh, it's completely different. Much less catchy. Oz, uh, is is your um is your poll a fan yeah. poll or a reader poll? You're the horse. I'm sorry, Is your poll? Did, did did the readers take your poll or take the poll? <laughs> Who took the poll in your website? <laughs> Uh, no, it's uh, no, it's been it's done by by the, by it's the writers, ed- editorial. Oh, the editors of the yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just out of curiosity. Does anybody here read either Batman, Superman, Lil Gotham, or All Star Western? No, I was I reading All Star Western uh, a bit and Little Gotham just a couple of times because I was doing that Wednesday crap. I, I do read Batman Superman and it, it's it's a decent book. It's I definitely one the of the better cover. ones. <laughs> you bought the white cover. Yeah, but it I is. didn't read it. Okay. Okay, so number nine. Batman Superman I am reading, but I, I really enjoyed that. I, I I I enjoy it too. I don't know if I would be like it's it, it's definitely the better of the books that DC's publishing, but not because it's so great. It's just because a lot of what DC's publishing is not great. Number nine on this newsarama. Uh, poll is Aquaman. What's number nine on that poll, Oz? Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Interesting. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure Green Arrow is on this list, too. But I think Green, uh, I think Green Arrow they, is number four on this list. Both, both, uh, both of these lists cite the same reason for, for, for putting Green Arrow on the list is Jeff LeMille. Oh, Jeff Lemire. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Lemire. Yeah, you know, and and he's taken... Um, well, I guess, you know, I should say he's taken, but I'm sure the edit, the editorial edict for the thing was, like, make it more like the TV show, right? Because that's what's happened well, with this Green the, Arrow series. Well, that's what the cover looks like. Yeah, look, I, 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 yeah, I agree. I read one issue of Green Arrow since... The TV show has been out, and it was more like the TV show, in my opinion, than what Green Arrow had been like in the past. A lot less of the, like, you know... Socialist. So, yeah, and conservation kind of thing Social going responsibility, on. responsibility. Yeah. Fiscally conservative. And, of course, you're like, no, no, the the classic, like, Ollie mustache, like, that's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the frilly mustache. That makes him look like he belongs in another time. It makes him identifiable. No, I, I would agree with you. No, I mean, that's how they figured out who he was. Because they both had that mustache. Like, they no, were no. the only people. No, I, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with Even you. Even though people still pretended to not know who he was. You know, just to, like, humor him until he was ready to say it. Right. Right. But uh, Aquaman, I do read. I read Aquaman regularly. I think it's a great book. I think it's highly underrated. I'm actually personally a little 
miffed at the fact that it's like number nine on this list because it deserves to be higher. I think, even though it's not all, it's not always great. But of all the things that DC's publishing, Aquaman is definitely one of the most consistent books out there. I think. But what do I know? I'm a Marvel guy. <laughs> like, uh, you read it? You read Aquaman, Oz? Yeah. There it is. Well, do you read Green Arrow? No, actually, I might start reading it now because it. Um, this list says that they also like even introduced characters from the show into oh. the book. <laughs> there it is. Because Lord knows what we need in comics are more characters. No. <laughs> sometimes it turns out to work out great. Yeah, sometimes. That's true. Uh, numbers number eight on this list. Animal Man, which uh, that should be higher. I agree. Uh, what's number eight on your list, Oz? Batwoman. Batwoman. Batwoman deserves to be somewhere on the list. Does it? Yeah. I don't. Or, I've never met anybody that reads it. Yeah. Are any of us reading Batwoman? <laughs> Just like who's reading this? This list cites the uh, the art. As a big reason for putting me on the list. Yeah, but they're gone. The art, the art is beautiful, but that you art is only half of the whole equation. But well, the artist was also writing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Animal Man number eight. Animal Man is definitely one of the best books DC is putting out right now. Period. It had a lull, but. Animal Man's come back. It's actually getting canceled. Is it really? At 29, yeah. Why? Because he's got a... Jeff Lemire has better stuff to do, like the Green Arrow TV comic. Oh, it's also in the poll. Oh, man. That sucks. I told you, you this year, I'm not loving anything. That sucks. DC, that's where they had my money. Right. It's the only book I'd buy. And I passed on it. This week at the shop, yeah, because Raphael Albuquerque is not drawing it anymore. Oh, yeah. So um, seven on this list, Swamp Thing, which is probably it, it. Swamp Thing, Animal Man were some of the the best books that were coming out. Period. Like uh, that DC uh, was doing. Period. But and, and I think Swamp Thing had a little bit of a lull too, and then they team. Brought that back as well, which uh, was a that's a uh, Charles Sewell, Charles Sewell and Kano. Yeah, and they're they're doing fan- a fantastic job over there. What's what's seven on your list, Oz? Aquaman. Hmm, that's interesting. It's a little higher, but that much, not much. Um. Okay. Number six. On your list, Oz is what? It is Animal Man. Animal Man, which you know speaks for itself. That at least they have Animal Man almost at halfway point. On this joint, they put Justice League. Now Justice League gets this nod, I think, just because it's Justice League. Because Justice League is not a great book. Uh, it is. League. It is right now. Like it had yeah. a it had its moment where it wasn't. I agree with you. This whole forever evil thing has been really good. It had its moment where it wasn't as in, like, 
the whole, every issue from one like so two till forever evil. <laughs> it's like all those. No, guys. just just around the time that they had Black Adam. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I wasn't digging it. But you're right. Just League right now is interesting, but it's because of Forever Evil. Before that, it was just there. For it to rate above Animal Man and and Swamp Thing on this list, I don't get it. Uh, number five. <laughs> no, number five is Forever Evil on this list, which Forever Evil's good. I will agree on that. What do you have on five on your list, Oz? Fables. Fables. That's interesting. No. <laughs> what? What? What is? Look, you made a face, Moses. We it's saw like the nobody face. reads that. You don't like fables anymore? Nah, I don't like comics anymore. I hate everything. <laughs> Dude, like, fables is awesome. Yeah, well, wait till they ruin that. Did you play the demo? Nah, I, I downloaded Wolf it, Among but uh, there's no point. Because I can't play it on Xbox One if I buy it on Xbox regular. So there's no point. Do play the demo. Actually, there was a point where they offered it for free. The I don't know game? if it's still free. Yeah, like the first episode. Yeah. Oh. Over the holiday. Ah, why didn't you tell me? I, I found out after the fact myself. I, I don't know that. It. I don't know that. I, I got, that's what I got. But What'd you get? The free one. Oh, you did? Yeah, but I'm not going to play it. Well, why don't well, you give it to me? Well, because it's digital. <laughs> I can't give it to you even if I wanted to. I mean, I want to give find it to you, but way. I can't. You can find a way, man. Rafiki knows the way. Yeah. Uh, why? Why don't? Why don't you just go look to see if it's still free? It might. It still probably be free. still is. Yeah, that's how the Walking Dead one. It was free for the longest time. Yeah, it might still be free. Okay. It's free on the iPad if you have an iPad. Why would I have an iPad? That's probably what I'm gonna do. I'll just buy it <laughs> when it's full. When the the whole all comes out, I'll just buy it on the iPad for fifteen bucks. There you go. Maybe, I don't know. Four on this list is Green Arrow. What's on your list, uh, Oz? Dial H, which I, I don't get. <laughs> Dial H? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was still being published. I thought Dial H got canceled. It did. It did? Yeah. It only lasted to six, I think. Uh, what are they talking about? Then? Or maybe it's going to end in March or something. Oh, jeez. I think it's ending with the... The shit book that you kept reading, Stormwatch. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh, look. that didn't make the list. No, of course it didn't. Oh <laughs> my God, Stormwatch. Number three on this Newsarama fan list, Wonder Woman. What's number three on your list, Oz? Batman Incorporated. I see. I'm not sure if either one of those books belong that high on this li- on on a list of the best things DC's publishing. Like, I almost for the list, list of it, readers. Huh? The readers. What about them? They're reading it, so. I mean, they can read it. Like, that doesn't mean that you it's. You can't complain if you don't vote, Larry. I don't, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm saying, what's up with their taste? Is what I'm asking. Well, like, they're it, it's DC. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, they didn't. They didn't do the best comics for the readers all around. Right. They did DC, so it's like. They, but. If you read Swamp Thing and you read Wonder Woman or you read Arrow, you don't say to yourself, 
I think maybe this book's better. More than that people, one? more people voted for Wonder Woman because more people read Wonder Woman than people read Swamp Thing. That's rough. That's what happened. That's fair. If they're actually going mathematically, if they're just getting oh, the, all the, these are the top ten consistent by everyone. Yeah. And then yeah, that that's a little different. But Oz, do you read Wonder Woman? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay though. That is all right. Uh, number two on this list is Earth Two, which Earth Two is kind of a sleeper hit. I'll I'll give it that. Earth Earth Two has some tells some really interesting stories, mainly because they're not bound by a lot of continuity. Um, you you get you know your friggin' your friggin' Alan Scott Green Lantern and your Doctor Fates and your like they they transported Mister Terrific over there. It's like <laughs> no, it sounds crazy, but it's actually it's actually a pretty good book. It's like and it's a world without the the Trinity because those guys sacrificed themselves during Dark Side's attack on that world. Except for Batman, he's back. Batman came back. Well, there's a Batman. I don't. Oh yeah, the same Batman. Yeah, yeah. No, there is a Batman. You're right. There is a Batman. What's number two on your list, uh, Oz? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wow. I don't know, man. I'm like, I've read Wonder Woman. It's not bad, but it's not that good to me either. Which, and I wanted that joint to win because it's like Azarello. It's probably your taste. My taste of what? Like storytelling, like he he's intimidated like, by strong women. DC stories, and you've said this a lot of times. They mm-hmm. tell stories differently. Well, yeah, they definitely tell stories different. But and so, what DC fans like on DC is going to be different from the books you like on DC. I guess so, maybe. And number one on your list, Oz, it better be the right book. Batman. Batman. Everyone can agree that Batman is one of the best, if not the best, book that DC's putting out. I don't read it. Yeah, I uh, I don't either. Batman's good. You should read it. Why? Because it's good. Lloyd stopped reading it. He said it's not that good anymore. You know, it's not as good know. as it was in the very beginning. I'll give you that. But it's not like n- Batman's not as good. Is better than a lot of comic books out there. Period. Like, what's there about Batman to? That I would be interested in. What is there about Batman that you'd be interested in? I yeah, mean, like, do you, do what, you like the what's character going Batman? On? Yeah, I do. Okay, but I mean, what's going would, on in the Batman book? I mean, it's just like that. You, I would be like, would you like blow to read, his mind? Would you like the best representation of Batman that's currently in existence? I don't necessarily need that. Okay, well, if you don't need it, then you don't have to read it. But I'm just saying, like, if you like, I like Batman, and I would love to read Batman stories. You're not going to get better Batman stories than in Batman right now. I mean, that's the book you got, The Court of Owls, The Death of the Family. Yeah, the the it's, only the only Batman stories, in my opinion, that come close to those are like, what is that joint? They have what, The Legends of the Dark Knight? Or is that what it's called? I can't remember. There's, a, there's like an anthology Batman book. That's out. Yeah, I think it is Legend. I think it's Legends of the Dark Knight. In black it, and white. Yeah, Legends are It's not in black and white, but it's a whole bunch of different. Like it's maybe like uh, depending on which book you get. Sometimes it's like three or, or four different teams telling Batman stories, and some of the stories you read in that 
book are fantastic. Now, some of them are only okay, but there are like it's people that are being able to tell Batman stories uh, outside of the confines of. So why don't I just read Continent. that? You you can, but what I'm saying to you is, you're not sure what you're gonna get when you pick that book up because it's a different team every time. If you want consistently good, high quality Batman stories, you can go to Snyder and Capullo and get that month in and month out. Or you can go and get. Why don't I just watch Beware the Batman? You like see, this is why we don't talk to Jay. This this is why. Like when you're Do like, you watch that month. I have it, isn't seen it, it. It's canceled, isn't but it? It's on hiatus. Oh, it's canceled. It was interesting. I know me and Lawrence were talking about it, and it struck me as like that show was made for you. And as and as much as you like, you're known to complain about people using the same villains over and over. Yeah. And beware, the Batman is all villains that have not been right. in animated form before. Yeah, and then they're not as popular, but they're still interesting within the show. Like I saw one where this chick was like a schizophrenic magpie. Yeah, yeah. that was a, a good episode, <coughs> and it did the the bent over fan service pose, and it did it well. Yeah, like that's <laughs> the, the perfect like all of her sexy poses look like they're in place. Yeah. Like, I love that episode. Maybe I will watch more. It's on Netflix now. Cool. I don't know. I don't want to like stuff. <laughs> well, the like good thing about it is it's already done, so... Well, you said it's on hiatus, so we're going to make more? Yeah. Okay, maybe they you should might, wait. Well, I think they made the more, but after that, I don't know if there's going <coughs> to be more. We don't know yet. That just going to be canceled. Your mom's going to be canceled. You should watch more anime. Anime is good right now. You know, I read an article that differ that that begs to differ. Who's it written by? We idiots. <laughs> Close, a woman. Oh, see, see how they do. Listen, see, I'll find it and show it. Yeah, you. we should we should talk about. It's that actually next a week. good discussion because it's basically it compares it to the anime of the nineties. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and why it's not as good now. And I was like, you know, it might might have a point, but you know, some things are just cool to look at, and that's why that's why I watch <coughs> anime. It's just cool to look at. That's true. Because it's like Soul Eater makes no kind of sense, but I watch it anyway. You should watch Valfrave. Yeah, it's like one of the coolest the looking animator anime like looking animes out there right now. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do our review of uh, Dead Body Road and uh, Star Wars, Darth Vader, and the Cry of Shadows. It's a fantastic forum on allgames.com. And we're back. All right. So we've got a couple reviews for you. First and foremost, um, we're going to do Dead Body Road. Moses Magnum. Tell the good people what it's all about. Alright, well, Dead Body Road. Let's see how to <laughs> how to put this. I want you guys to close your eyes and picture a, a big pile of shit baking in the sun. Now, at the that's the comic book industry. <laughs> All right. In general, now, at the very top of that pile of shit 
is a turd that has been baked in the sun so long that you can almost tolerate eating it. What? It doesn't taste as shitty. And that's what Dead Body Road is. Dang. Right. Why is it so bad? No, it's good. What? It's good. Oh, it's the, it's the top of the turd pile. Right. So that's like, like the best. At this point, I'm not the reviewing best anything. At this point, with comics, I'm so angry. It's as good as comics can possibly get right. in this industry. It, yes, with the way it is now. Because <laughs> that's terrible. It's all, you know, it's shit. You got a fairy Doctor Strange, a <laughs> wand. Like, that's... Wand's it, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem I haven't read it so I don't know but it just doesn't seem very inspired like No no I, I agree with you like but it doesn't as, seem like it's worth my 4 bucks. It's what you would call it. It's it's as fun as you can have with something derivative. Right. <laughs> and you know I, I comics was so cool to me because it was different. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of it's not different anymore. How's Dead Body Road different? Uh well it, like I said, it's top of the shit pile. <laughs> um, because everything is shit, the, the, the barometers, the bar is set differently now in this new year that I'm a more mature person. <laughs> uh, everything is 90s in terms of comics now. It's a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, you know, ultraviolence, yeah. a lot of um, stuff that could be a Steven Seagal movie. Um, or a that's Van Damme the, movie. That's the best description ever. It's a lot of stuff that could be a Steven Seagal movie. That's hilarious. Right. A lot of TV shows are going that route in like action, uh, action dramas on TV are a lot like that. And you know, there's going to be a backlash. You're going to get your good shit. Uh, you know, Saga is one of those. Yeah. Even though know. Saga doesn't feel '90s to me. No, no. I'm saying that's the backlash. You know, when oh, we had gotcha. all that reality TV flooding yeah. our television. We got. Lost and forty four hundred and and heroes, yeah. you know, like so. And then you know the the tail end of this backlash, we got your Game of Thrones and your Walking mm-hmm. Dead TV mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, we haven't seen the backlash in comics yet, but it, Dead Body Road is one of those action drama uh, <laughs> movies where the dude straight up looks like a Steven Seagal type. Mm-hmm. His wife gets killed in the line of duty, uh, being a uh, either a police officer or security guard mm-hmm. at a bank. And uh, uh, during a heist that goes awry, and uh, he he's trying to get revenge. Right. You know, sounds like nowhere to run to anybody. <laughs> um, which nowhere to run sounds like you know, <laughs> once upon a time in the west or any of those westerns. It all goes back to westerns. Right. It's always a stranger drifter coming into town seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, which goes back. Everything's a samurai movie. Right. So, but we're not. Look, I'm not here to educate you guys. I'm here to <laughs> make you a little bit more ignorant, but sound smart doing it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this big bulky guy uh, is trying to seek revenge, and his um, I didn't know they had black guys in the Czech Republic, <laughs> but his friend Jack Yablonski. I don't know if I don't know if you guys ever seen a black guy named Yablonski. I knew a Jackie Blonsky. Dude, actually. my cousin is Leblonsky. Nah. <laughs> it's Leblonsky. <laughs> and that's her nickname because she's got the fake blonde weave. <laughs> that's messed up. Um, that's not right. It's hilarious. I knew a Jackie Blonsky in high school. He was my weightlifting coach. Oh, yeah? And he was from Romania. Not a black guy. Um, 
But yeah, so that that's a little weird. Either the colorist wasn't doing his job, like reading the script. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, why did you make your blonde skate black? Yeah, it's like, he's not supposed to be black? I, it literally, it feels to me, because there's no other black people in it at all. Mm-hmm. So it feels to me like they had to have one. And it's just, okay, we could just make this guy black. That's Which that's hilarious. what I hate about it. Like, yeah, you don't have to token it. Yeah, it's like I know you have to in this day and age because you're afraid to to alienate to, people. You're afraid to anger the angry uh, black people. Whoa, whoa, hey, watch yourself. You're, you're afraid that they're gonna feel hurt or angered towards you and call you a bigot and, and all this political correctness coming out of fear, not out of genuine wanting to change the world and wanting to mm-hmm. to to right the wrongs that have happened. Right. I hate that. And that's, no, I'm with you on that. That's yeah. what it feels like. It it doesn't feel like that because the guy literally has one panel, right? That's <laughs> one true. panel where he has where, like half of the shit he says is, is kind of nonsensical because you don't see him give the guy actual information on who to hunt down. Mm-hmm. But basically, from you know, I'm a good mathematician. I can put two and two together, mm-hmm. so I can basically derive from that that he gave him the the list of the people involved yeah. that the cops were were sitting on. Yeah. Which um, before he gets taken off the case because he has a personal interest in the case, so right. he, he's not going to be a good detective on it. And the guy, right. so the guy goes on a killing spree and he finds out, and then uh, I don't even know this guy's name. Was it John Joe? Uh, Some generic white man name. Yeah, I don't like Jack Yablonski. I don't know. Let's see. They don't even say his name. Yeah, again. Western trope, man with no name, going for revenge. But basically, he ends up uh, he ends up hunting one of the guys down, and a little firefight ensues, and he saves the guy that the bad guys were trying to kill because he just ran off with the money. He's about dead, but he gives our hero, man with no name, stone face guy. Uh, information on where to find his girlfriend because that's the next target on these bad guys. Right. So it's basically this guy's gonna, you know, if it's anything like the '90s movie, nowhere to run. <laughs> He's gonna end up, you know, spying on her in the shower and then banging her later. Right. Because they both have no one now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so he's gonna try and protect her. I assume that's issue two. And then little by little, he's gonna be running the, these guys off the list. And uh, you know, all you. F- uh, uh, you know, followers of Image Comics. Um, this is what they call "What's Next." The, <laughs> the next revolutionary <laughs> title in comics is this: "Dead Body Road." Yeah, and uh, th- that's basically it. It wasn't a bad book by any means. No, but it's not what's next. It's not what should be next. No, I agree um, with you on that. You know, it's a Skybound book, so it's probably something that they're probably going to try to get into a, a, movie, a movie or a TV show. Yeah, because it's, you know... It's That's what they want to do with all Kirkman stuff. Now. Right, so anything... Uh, but um, the art was pretty good. I, I can... Don't get me wrong. I love shows like Banshee, Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. Like, this 90s thi- type of, of masculinity and, mm-hmm. and, and violence and flexing your masculinity muscle by beating dudes up and drinking mm-hmm. hard and smoking hard and fighting hard and fucking hard. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's how I lived my life, <laughs> you know, day in and day out. Except for the fighting, I don't fight too much. <laughs> dogs, the one, of, yeah. I mean, well, the dogs. Fight, you're like what yeah. you look color. You're like I'm friggin', the ref. You're a, a a real life uh, 
the gray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fighting dogs for pleasure. I'm breaking up the fights. Right. He's fighting dogs with his bare yes, hands. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I like this story, even though it is the top of the shit pile. But again, <laughs> it's the top. It's like it's, <laughs> it's the top. It's the top. So <laughs> I I give it um, you know, three and a half ethnic misnomers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, out of five. Oh, we're doing five. It's three and Not a half. Yeah, five, out right? of five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could you imagine going to uh, Justin Jordan and Matteo Scalera and be like, "Hey, you guys, you're the top of the ship pile." Yeah, no. <laughs> they might be like, "You know what? Thank you. You're it's right." It's just this book. They uh, Scalera. I forgot what he did. He did another book that we reviewed highly. I think. I believe you're right. And uh, so he's a good artist. I mean, the shit looks good. The cover looks amazing. I mm-hmm. love, like, just the the perspective with the muscle car, and it, mm-hmm. it looks good. Yeah. But, you know, it's not – I'm looking to image for what's next because that's, that's all I can read now because yeah. I don't read superhero books. Yeah. So if you're going to give me something like this, tell me that – that's the new revolutionary right. comic book storytelling. Like, I'm gonna be harsher on you. No, no, I get you it. Know? I get it. I mean, you know, I feel like I read uh, an issue of The Bounce recently, right. and I was that same kind of deal where I'm like, you know, Joe Casey is quick to talk a lot of mess about what people are doing, but then right. I read The Bounce, and it's like it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, I, I wouldn't knock it because I, I, I obviously am picking up uh, the next issue each time, but really? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been reading it. Uh, but I'm not like, wow, this is like some revolutionary storytelling here, or man, this is a take on superheroes I've never seen before. Or so it's gotten better. But the the bounce, yeah. I I didn't think it was really. The, yes, the answer is yes, yes. But it wasn't that bad to begin with, right? I, I, yeah, I would agree. I would say that. I don't. I didn't think it was bad to begin. Did with. Did you read it? The first one? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was bad, but just saying in theory. Yeah, well, like he didn't. Well, think it he was didn't. Bad. Think yeah. It was, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, you know, and then I read a book like Black Science. Yeah, Black Science is amazing. Black Science was great. It, it's, yeah, that's what's next. Yeah, and I chose not to review that because you know it wouldn't be that funny to review something <laughs> I like. You know, it's a new year. <laughs> yeah, but Rick Remender did that. Yeah, Remender, and then that—that's another reason why I don't read Marvel. You know, DC, I stopped, you know, halfway into last year be- for obvious reasons, you know. It's right. not doing what I like. Right. But, um, you know, everybody I like, writing-wise, is at Marvel. Yeah. And now they're all at Image. Yeah. So it's like, I get, you know, Satellite Sam's great. Sex Criminals is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still a little iffy on... Uh, on pretty deadly yeah pretty but deadly is not it's not bad the issue three was good because it kind of started making a little more sense right but we'll see where it goes and then black science just blew me away yeah so. yeah so uh the book i have is star wars darth vader and the cry of shadows which uh this is this is an interesting book because i mean it's a star wars book of course uh, a part of like you know they have like a regular Darth Vader series where they, you know, Darth Vader does a whole bunch of things. Soon to be ignored. Oh, I, yeah, ignored or whatever. Either way, um, this is a book that 
places like this is about Darth Vader before he's become like notorious or infamous so it's basically literally I guess right after Darth Vader or or Anakin Skywalker actually becomes Darth Vader like the you know or is basically the end like right not too long after the end of episode 3 mm-hmm. and he's being sent out to do what he's meant to do which is like hunt the last of the Jedi and all that kind of stuff but this first this first uh issue isn't about really him doing that as much as it is about a former clone soldier or clone trooper hearing about these exploits and the clone trooper is you know of course a, a veteran he's seen war seen battles and one of the things that happens is he talks about how he realizes that he, one of the sayings in here is uh one of the first casualties of war is truth and just talking about how people make up all types of stories and how some people just naturally exaggerate them so you know you can't really necessarily trust them but at the same time uh, realizing that legends are born on the battlefield sometimes and so he starts hearing the stories of Darth Vader of this guy and he's just like even if just half of the things that people say about this guy are true this guy's on a whole nother level and realizing that it's someone he can follow because this particular clone trooper despises Jedi. And so it's really the the first issue. Well, a lot of them do. Okay. Well, okay, technically not a lot, but... Some of them. There are a few people that, you know... Aren't there fans. are a few troopers that feel like they were made and they're pretty much slaves. Yeah. Well, see, it's interesting because he talks about that a little bit, but from, you know, it's, he talks about how it's more of a matter of perspective because he's like, there is something to be said about saying, you know, I was bred to do a particular thing. And he's like, he takes pride in that fact because he's like, I was made for this and I know what that thing is and I know I'm good at it. But at the same time, he is also very aware of the fact that he is a clone and he's like I wasn't bred for this purpose alone I was bred for this with my brothers and knowing that like we were all bred for that and because we were all like special in that way that makes none of us special and so it, it explores that a little bit which I thought is, is, is pretty cool it's, it's written uh, by Tim Seidel S-I-E-D-E-L-L and the arts by uh, Gabriel Guzman and so um, the reason why he's so bitter though is because he was actually kind of he was left on the battlefield like for dead and he felt like someone should have come for him but they well yeah yeah I imagine any clone would feel like that right and and I think you know the way that it goes down is any non-sheep clone there was a Jedi that he felt could have helped him but he didn't because he was I guess more looking at the bigger picture so he kind of like well you know I don't know if you know you're not in the Jedi's head so you know you can't say oh well he was intending to come back or he wasn't or anything like that but all in all he doesn't end up going back 
he ends like up after, pushing forward. After somebody tried to kill you, though, because then the clone troopers try to kill this. Yeah, but that happens. That happens before the clone troopers give do order sixty six. Oh, this happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he was so left like on the battlefield the to die wars. while he was under the command of a Jedi. Oh, okay. And yeah, so he that's felt. Not good. Yeah, he felt like dude, like somebody should have come back for me, but they didn't. So he thought, you know, he thought, or I guess he maybe they felt like he was dead, but he wasn't, and so he he became the Jedi dead. would have sensed if he was dead. And a clone trooper. I mean, Obi Wan sensed all of Alderaan. Well, of course, all all around's a lot of people, right? But he was far away. Yeah, well, because it's a lot of it's an entire planet. I don't know. One clone. Luke felt the death of one person. Yeah. Who? Mm -hmm. Obi Wan? Uh, No, the acting grandmaster of the Jedi. Oh, in the books. Yeah. Oh. He felt it from over like systems away. Yeah. No, that's new. Yeah. No. I'm just yeah. trying to start saying that before. <laughs> That's old Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so this book is cool. So, I mean, he knew he was alive and he chose to abandon him. And I am totally with this clone. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, like we're happy that you shared. The was it even sentiments. a cool Jedi that left him or just some random? No, guy? it's not one of the cooler ones. It's okay. one of the like one of those guys where you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy before. But, generic white but, guy in the background. No, 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 no. He's the what, fish person. He's one of those. Uh, what? What? Are the, I don't know what those. Those. Uh, the ones are called those ones. It's the ones with like the little horns that kind of go back. They have like the hair. Oh yeah, right. With the ponytail, but then the horns kind of go off the side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. The what Veronians. Those are oh, is that what those are? I believe so. I believe you. I believe. You. But yeah. So, um, yeah. But it's a cool book, and I can't wait to see where it goes because I think. This guy's gonna basically try to become like one his of acolyte. No, nah, I don't think he's acolyte because I think you know he's he's a soldier and he's gonna he knows his role. I think he's gonna try to become like maybe the beginning of like oh, dude. I nailed it. Good. The beginning of like Vader's fist. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe the first stormtrooper under tr- first stormtrooper under Vader's command. So that's that's a cool thought. The end. Uh, oh, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> you doing a <laughs> Star Wars, Darth Vader, uh, and the Cry of Shadows. Uh, it, it's a now. Why is it called the Cry of Shadows? We don't. We don't know yet, or at least they haven't said outright yet. I would. I would think that it might have something to do with um, the. You know what? It's either no. You know we don't know yet. That's the right answer. We don't know yet. We don't want to spoil something. No, no, I don't. I really don't know. I really, I really don't have a definitive answer. I know what I think, but is it I one don't. of those force fonts? Is it a force font? Yeah. The fount. Like the the font? No, the fount. Oh, like you know where <laughs> like the energy just resides, and no, I don't think you so. can hear the voices of like people from the past and present. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes you can see the future and find out who the future Jedi Queen is. None of that's happened in this book. Like, this is about a guy who hears Darth Vader's kicking ass in the universe, and it's like, I want to go find him because he wants to kill Jedi. Like, I want to kill Jedi. <coughs> but yeah, but it has some. It has. This should team up with Boba Fett. They make some great choices in this book. It, it's fun. So yeah, I, I'm gonna give this book four, uh, four and a half. Actually, I'm gonna give it four and a half. 
uh, friggin' red lightsabers out of five. I like it. And the art was good. And then, yeah, you know what? I I think the art was appropriate. You're I mean, basically giving it one thumbs up, but it's cloned four and a, three and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, well, I'm was, not asking for a prop. Is it good? You know what? It's it. It has some things to be desired. It sounds like it's not good. <laughs> well, no, you can take a look for yourself, and you can decide what you think. But I think it works. I I like it a lot for this particular book. I think I don't know if I would say I want to see everything look like that, but for that, I like it. It's definitely not like say you know how they some show Star the Wars ba- the baby clone. They they shows yeah. The, the first page I turned to was a terrible picture. <laughs> the one of the baby. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's like this one. Baby. It's a clone baby. I don't oh, like yeah, the little kid one with the little. Yeah, monster. the art is bad. I don't think the art's bad. I think I think the art is like it's not like you know how sometimes you go to Star Wars books and you're like it has that Star Wars art. Yeah, it's not that. That's Star why I didn't Wars read art. them in the nineties. Yeah, it's not that Star Wars art. It's better why than they that. Can't get Joe Mad to do Star Wars <laughs> the art. Is, is it'll never get finished. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, him and Lucas probably make a good team. <laughs> so, you know. I don't know, man. Don't you know? Hmm? What don't you know? No, this art isn't good. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. I'm just saying, I disagree. <laughs> Joe, Joe's like examining. I don't know. He's not good at faces. See, I disagree. I think the faces are wonderfully expressive. You have a lot of like throws of war. You have a lot of uh, like even like the baby and the clones looking at each other. The cloners, not the clones. The baby and the the, the baby clone and the cloners sharing that moment. It's like, dude, that's super. It's it. You know exactly what's happening there. You don't need those words. So I think you're wrong. But you know, see, Joe looked at it. He's like, you know what? He's right. No, I was looking <laughs> at this cover for the Star Wars. It's really good. <laughs> All right, Joe. Whatever. What you're trying to tell me? This is not a great, phenomenal cover. No, I'm sure it is. The, the Star Wars like, is, has great covers. Yeah, that's the one I reviewed. Yeah, that's a great cover. Don't <laughs> and hate. the force font on the top looks good. <laughs> First font or first font? Font. Like the letters. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Oddly enough, I do like this picture. Yeah, like this is good. Th- yeah, this picture is great. Oh, yeah, that's good. But there are no faces in it. Right. So it's like, <laughs> that's a strong point. Hey, there are no faces in it. <laughs> How about that? That's from Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> like she's laughing that she's dying. <laughs> Let me see. It's wonderfully expressive. It's just the wrong expression. <laughs> she's not laughing Look, that man, she's come dying. Come on, you see dimples. She's not laughing that she's dying. She's, damn, no she's a damn near emoticon. You guys are crazy. You don't know she what looks you're like talking she's about. going into insulin shock. She's fighting. She's in the throes of war. 
Yeah, th- which is a lot different than insulin shock. <laughs> Whatever. They're like completely different expressions. We should go to break. <laughs> then we're going to come back with our Jeffrey Comics retail report. This is Fantastic Forum. Allgames.com. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. Um, yeah, we're calling Jeff. <laughs> Jeff! I'm calling. Hello, Fantastic Forum! <laughs> What's going on, Jeffrey? He was the Jeffrey in Jeffrey's Comics. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jeffrey Patterson Jr. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. How how was uh the end of 2013 for you, sir? Uh, it was very good. Um, personally, uh, my wife and I have uh, both have really huge families, so we're kind of running around to everybody's Christmas party. Right. And and in business, there's a big big spike in business over the, the Christmas uh, break. There, there. You said there is or there was. Like in fact, like that's that's usually what happens, right? Because people are buying gifts or what there was there was there was this year, and I cannot say that that is the norm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. That's uh, fair. I think. Uh, well, because uh, just my theory with no evidence to back it up whatsoever uh-huh. uh, is that uh, in the past, comic books are kind of a niche. Item. They're not something you would buy as a gift for somebody. Right. Like you would buy a comic book for your uncle. Right. Or Christmas friend. Right. A- and so when Christmas rolled around, our business would actually go down because people would be saving their money and they wouldn't be coming in buying their comics. Gotcha. And uh, the evidence I have to support that is that our full customers always get backed up over Christmas. Gotcha. Like the first week or two of January, people are coming in by three or four weeks because they just haven't been in. Right, right. But this month, I noticed a, a big increase in the sales of toys and trade paperbacks, especially oh. compared to the rest of the year. Very big increase in both of those categories, and both of those are really easy gifts to get. Whereas you wouldn't give one or two new comics, but a trade paperback or a toy. Shopping done for that person. Cool. That's, so that that was the big the big business spike. I think that that is awesome, man. That that is good to hear. So yeah, I'm not mad. I know. <laughs> so so that I, I'm sure that that made uh, Christmas very good at the, at the Patterson home, and then also it, uh, is, is making 2014 look a, a little bit brighter. Yes, definitely. And the 2014 so far started off very solid, so we're happy all around. Good stuff, good stuff. So, t- talk to us, man. Tell us what what's been uh, moving in these past few weeks, and uh, what's been sitting on the shelves. Let's see, moving is uh, even though it's only been two issues, but Amazing X Men been selling very well. I could imagine. And, that. And so- yeah, so, so much so that it's increased in sales from one to two, which just never, ever happened. Wow. So I think that's a, it's a good uh, word of mouth. And because it's just a fantastic book. I don't know if you've read it yet. 
I have read it. I have read it. it yeah, it's I very hope, I'd hope an ex like you would read it. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. It's, but it, I just, I just love, I love that book. And it's one of the best storm pages I've ever read in comic books. In that second issue. Yeah. When she's fighting the yeah. demons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So great. Yeah, no, I agree with and, you. And just Jason Aaron is surprises me so much with how well he does, like, this, this positive, fun X-Men books. Mm-hmm. He's been doing Wolverine and the X-Men, right. which is the funnest I've had reading an X-Men book in two decades. <laughs> in two and decades, wow. Well, can you think of a book, like, I can understand if you want to debate whether or not it's the best, but a book that's as fun. No, no, definitely, this definitely has, hasn't been an X-Men book as fun as that one in a long time, no question on that. And just that he also wrote like the greatest book, depressing comics I've ever read in, in Scout. <laughs> right. And then, then his follow up is like the happy go lucky X Men book. It just shows you what a talent he is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess one of the slightly big news, big news in the, in the uh, business aspect of, of comics is the sales of black science. I don't know if you guys heard that number two just sold out everywhere, and that it's like 25 30 bucks on eBay now. The, uh, the Rick Remender image comic. No, no, I didn't even I didn't hear yeah. it sold out everywhere. We were just talking about it earlier, just because it's so good. Yes, well, it's Rick Remender doing science fiction, which is what he was put here to do. Right, he is <laughs> so good at it. If you guys like that at all, you should just go buy every Fear Agent trade paperback you ever did. Yeah. Because they're just that good. Wow. So yeah, that number two is really hot. Which weird because number one's not hot at all. It's got a stack of like sixty copies of my back row. Do you have the white cover? Nobody wants. Me. What? Do you have the blank cover? A no blank cover. No. <laughs> so yeah, that that does seem strange. That number two would be hot, but number one is just sitting there. That's weird. Uh, well, and, like uh, the premise, and this is um, very true. It holds true in the history of uh, comic books. Is that number two can actually be a lot hotter than number one in the past because traditionally the print run is drastically less for a number two. Uh. And we comics, we comic store owners sometimes have to put in our orders for number two or even number three before we number one before we know what it looks like on the inside or how our customers are going to react to it. Right, right. So that, when that happens, that can create something where people just order way less on number two because a bunch of people pick up a number one and the math that a lot of comic store owners do is they figure half those people will pick up a number two. Right. But if all of a sudden everybody picked up a number one or a word of mouth spread and even more people that picked up a number one want to pick up a number two, yeah, everybody's SOL because nobody's got it. Right. Right. And that's a little bit of what happened with Black Friday. Wow. That's cool, man. So, yeah, no, but that that's good for Rick Remender. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's well-deserved because it was an amazing oh, book. It's, it's just great. I'm glad our image just has so many great, amazing comic books coming out right now. Yeah, a lot of diverse titles, too. 
fun because like you can get your sci-fi, your superhero, you can get everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything not moving? Anything sitting on the shelf that you're just like, why is this still being published? <laughs> Uh, well, I can't say why is this still being published in this, but the sales on the Superman, Batman, and Superman and Wonder Woman titles have really plummeted. Wow. Which is a bummer, because Superman, Batman, I really, the first arc I thought was just one of the all-time coolest stories. I loved it. I agree. It was a great story. Uh, I, I, Superman, Wonder Woman, I thought, this, I thought the first two issues were very good. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily great, but I love uh, Superman going up against the Greek pantheon, kind of fighting Wonder Woman. Yeah, villains, and I thought it was very well done. But the numbers just have not matched the intensity of those first couple issues of Superman Batman. Yeah, and part of it certainly has to do with the fact that Jay Lee is not drawing Superman Batman anymore. Mm-hmm. But I kind of expected Superman Wonder Woman to. to come off a little bit higher than it did yeah because it was uh, not necessarily dead on arrival but I expected it to be like the upper echelon of DC sales and it was just nowhere close yeah yeah it's, it's crazy just because it, it's a good book it should do better yeah, yeah. I mean you just look and nothing nothing is DC <laughs> DC just keeps going down and they relaunched a bunch of these cool books that are actually much better than any of the new 52 titles. Like what? Too short of a couple. Well, just uh, just this year, they've released a few more ongoing, oh. mainly Superman, Batman, Got which you. I think is one of their best books. Right, right. And Superman, Wonder Woman. And I think both of those are better than 95% of the other DC books. That is true. But they're not, they're not selling that much. Yeah. But I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a good business plan on DC's part. Uh, I haven't done the actual math, but I think more than half of the 52 books, so more than 26 of them, are either Superman or Batman tentpole books. Wow, that is crazy. That's and, a- as, and as much crap as you may give Marvel, I don't think that's the case, and that's even if you, t- if you say team books. If you said X-Men and Avengers, I still don't think that's over half of their publishing. No, that's is definitely for, not for months. For yeah. months, right? And, and for but there is, I think there's something in the realm of there's like 19 Batman titles because I was making the space for them on the new wall, 19? putting out the new shipments, and I was like, "Good lord, that's <laughs> too crazy. much, too right?" Much stuff. Right, it's like those. You, you have to tell bad Batman stories when you're telling that many of them. <laughs> and also, there's just no way to make it cohesive. Right, right. That is true too. That is true too. So, uh, you know, Jeff, we, we were just talking, or just now when you mentioned Marvel, one of the um, things that have been kind of going around in in the ether lately is you know people have been giving giving uh Marvel a little bit a little bit of guff for their renumberings and of course you know not that's a non issue at at DC at this point since they relaunched their entire line but i just wanted to to ask you what what is your opinion on basically the the traditional numbering in comics as far as like 
you know, has has the industry well, itself outgrown that traditional numbering kind of concept? Well, I think that Marvel is really trying what I've been saying they should do for over a decade, and it's kind of too late to put the, the cat back in the bag, as it were, uh, is that they should just print both numbers. Print both like, numbers. on the barcode, it should say the original numbering, like Daredevil should say 675, whatever issue it would be on right now. Mm-hmm. And then up in the corner, they can put the big new number one, number two, number three for this story arc. Mm-hmm. And really promote that, hey, this is a great jumping off point, and have two number ones a year if they want. Right. As long as they put that original numbering so that it's all, so I think you'd be having your cake and eating it too, mm-hmm. in that you would be paying uh, the service to the fans who've been collecting it for decades, mm-hmm. and you would also be making it really obvious to new people that, hey, this is the number one in terms of you can pick this issue up and you're going to know where everything goes. Right. And that's actually what they're doing to a certain extent with the the Marvel Now 2. Only a couple of them have come out, but if you look at uh, Avengers 24... Right. If you look at it and cover up the bottom, it looks like it's Avengers number one. Right. It says uh, Avengers World, and the number one is huge, and then you have number 24 is small and on the bottom. Right. Or for bookkeeping purposes purposes. Right. And I like that a lot, and I hope that the sales that they get trying that out pay off and actually do work out well for them. Because I, I do know that, you know, the, the cats over at Marvel have said, like, we get backlash from our core fan base that basically says, hey, you know, stop doing this. But he says, even though we get those letters, the sales figures say something different. They've, the sales figures the sales say numbers, Yeah, they absolutely go up. And the, the one thing I have to say, if, if I can keep it, it straight in my head, the eight different alternate universes <laughs> that DC has, I think I can keep the fucking numbering straight. You know? <laughs> it's, it's never been a problem for me. I don't look at the cover that much when I pick up a comic to read it. Yeah. I care if the story is good. And uh, I think that's how we should look at it. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, you, you look at movies, and movies have gone away from putting any numbers in there. Yeah. In their title. Yeah. Like, no movies. Uh, the only movies that have a number are when they break up, like, the, the Harry Potter and the, the Twilight, when they break up the last book into two parts and they don't want to change the name. But even then, it's not like it's called Twilight Part 2. It's called Twilight whatever second book was called and <laughs> the, the Hunger Games is called Hunger Games Catching Fire it's not called Hunger Games 2 right and, and I think that just kind of the world has figured out that putting those numbers aren't necessarily good for business as at least they're not good for catching new people right right and so basically as as comic as just you know guys that that are fans of comics have been fans of comics for a long time we should just go ahead and and get used to the idea of maybe following arcs as opposed to sequential the sequential numbers you think or they're just going to keep doing both you think like is there going to be a time where there won't be any higher numbers than 12 
I think maybe when you have a run like Mark Wade's run on Daredevil, but even then they've decided now to relaunch it. Right. Uh, I think the highest numbers you're going to see are in the, in the independent arena. Mm. Stuff like Saga. Mm-hmm. Like Saga, Saga will go up to 100 issues because they don't have a reason to relaunch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, because they have a beginning, middle, and end plan for their story. Mm-hmm. Whereas there is no beginning, middle, and end of Spider-Man. We're right. constantly in the second. We're constantly in the second act permanently. <laughs> so they're always going to be relaunching the story. And uh, what I kind of wish they would do is maybe uh, do a little bit more elf-worldly kind of stories, like let people tell the last Spider-Man story. Mm. I think that would be a fun fun thing to read. Did Did you um Did you go ahead and or how did you feel, I guess is the better question, about what they did with the Amazing Spider-Man 700, point one, point two, point three, point four, point five. Oh, I didn't, I didn't read those. Um, <laughs> but it's I, I didn't hear they were particularly good, and there's so many good comic books out, I don't have time to read bad ones. It's like, if you're going to do the story of like the last adventures of Peter Parker, like why not have Dan Slott do it instead of old Brian Reed? <laughs> well, it wasn't te- at least what I what I read wasn't the last. It was not the last adventures of Peter Parker. Mm. It's just some adventures of There's Peter Parker. Yeah. Random Peter Parker adventures. I don't know why had, they chose to do it. Yeah, really, it's just stuff they had in the vault, probably. Yeah, they're like, let's make some money, I guess, which is fine. I just like I said. I mean, there's so many good comic books coming out. I don't got time for average ones. If they're Brian Reed, they're probably even Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, cool, Jeff. Well, dude, why don't you go ahead and tell the people how it is they can get comics sent directly to their door, good sir? All right, you can give us a call at three one zero five three eight three one nine eight and tell us what you'd like to order. You can also check out our silver gold catalog at comicsonebay.com. Awesome. Jeff, thanks for hanging out with us, dude. And uh, I will see you, you know Wednesday. Huh? You know it, guys. Indeed. Happy Indeed. to be here. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Yeah. You know, um, also, too, like, well, uh, that, that uh, prediction is coming true, I think, in regards to Miles Morales. I think I think they're moving him over. Well, he's going into the six one six in regards to actually gonna be in the six one six for uh, uh uh for purposes of the story in Cataclysm. Now, whether he'll stay or not, I guess will be you know will remain to be seen. But I think he's gonna stay. Who cares? <laughs> I hope Hawkeye comes over too. <laughs> We should go on a break. (laughs) (laughs) It's Fantastic Forum. We'll be back with This Week in Comics. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. So uh, we're trying a new segment, This Week in Comics, where we tell you about all the stuff that you might be interested in the upcoming week that are comic-related. So, you know, if if there's something you think that should be added to this, 
uh, let us know because we're going to talk about everything that we think of or can think of that we believe is comic related or comic adjacent that's coming up in the week whether it be TV, movies uh, Blu-ray releases, video games uh, events signings, all that jazz so yeah, feel free feel free um, so Tuesday, nothing's happening <laughs> I'm sure that there's there's probably something somewhere that we've missed, but generally speaking, there's no comic related DV, DVDs or Blu-rays coming out. Um, Nothing new. Oh, and there's old stuff coming out on uh, Tuesday. Not coming out. More like old stuff re- that's released? ongoing. Um, DC Universe Online is still doing their Christmas event. Where you can fight Larfleas. Really? And you actually get to fight him this time. You didn't like, fight him before? No, you just like fought uh, the Constructs. And, oh, uh, like Orange Lanterns? Yeah. Oh. But this time you actually get to fight him. Oh, that's cool. Wait, so when's the Christmas event ending? It's like the friggin' it's the 6th. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I don't want DC Universal Online to end up being the guy with his lights on. <laughs> it's like, dude, what what is this tree in your window still? It's February. What's going on? Everybody's I gotta take down my tree. There you go, see? <laughs> Moses is that guy. He's that guy. So, I usually take it down around Easter. Oh yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah? <laughs> I'm just How's lazy. that working out for you? No, no. So yeah. It's like I celebrate his birth and death. <laughs> It's it's transitional, like it'll go for the season, like season of life to the season of death. And then when he comes back as a zombie for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So yeah, Tuesday you can go ahead and fight Larfleas if you like. DC's Universe Online event still going on. Um, Wednesday, uh, actually the the good people over in the UK, if you guys want to uh, run on down to to Gosh Comics, you can go ahead and get. Uh, a comic book sign. Is it Gosh or Gosh? What What's Gosh mean? Is Gosh mean? Is that a word? Is that an yeah. English thing? No, it's an English word too. Like, but it means something different than Gosh. Yeah. What's Gosh mean? You know? It's like posh. Really? Yeah. Damn it, English people, ruining the language <laughs> that they invented. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm American, so I say gosh, but it could be gosh, I guess. Then, if 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 posh, if if gosh means posh, maybe you could your store could be called Posh Comics, right? Yeah, it's a terrible name. But. Yeah, right. I mean, I wouldn't like it. I would think gosh makes more sense. Gosh, it's like an exclamation. But J. Michael Straczynski is going to be there. So uh, really, yeah. yeah. Why, did he, why does he never come here? He lives here. Uh, come to your apartment, <laughs> or like which? Where here? Long Beach, right? <laughs> I've never seen them at Long Beach Comic Con. <laughs> he was there, but I didn't see him. Well, that means it didn't happen. I think so. <laughs> he's writing. He's writing the Twilight Zone comics right now. Like if an author comes Is to he? a convention, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he used to write the TV series. That's probably what he's. Uh, I do know. I did know that. Mm-hmm. That's probably what he's signing then, or something over there at Gosh or Gosh. What were you trying to say, Jay? Said so if a 
if a writer comes to a convention and no one's there to see him, did he really come? Mm-mm. Right. Look, that's why Rob Liefeld's not getting paid. Mm-hmm. That same reason. We're like, nobody saw Rob. I was like, I was there all three days. Fuck that guy. You saw that table? I have my name was on his, it. Yeah, I have pictures of his table with him not there. And it's like, dude, <laughs> all my kids were there. <laughs> my, his legion of clone robs. <laughs> there it is. Um, also, of course, Wednesday is new comic book day. So let's talk about what we might be looking forward to uh, for this upcoming Wednesday. Jay. Scooby-Doo team up number two. No, no, Jay. Scooby-Doo team. Who is Scooby-Doo teaming up with, Jay? Batman and Robin. What the hell? And it's kind of awesome. It's the Scarecrow, like, uh, is using his fear gas on everyone, but it only affects humans. Oh. So Scooby-Doo and Ace the Bat-Hound have to team up <laughs> to fight him. <laughs> is Ace the Bat-Hound a detective? Yes. Yeah. He's like a canine dog. Like, He's like a canine dog. Is that what he said? Well, the you know the police dogs. Oh, got you. But at this point now, he's probably one of those like TSA dogs that jerks you <laughs> off with a metal detector. It's like, don't pee there, Ace. Don't pee there. I should have named my new dog Ace. <laughs> Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you're talking about. I am. Uh, I'm Derek. Hey, I'm from uh, Glendale. Glendale for the wind. For the wind. Uh, and I have the power to actually archive my show so people can listen to it. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> man, that's a tricky power, What is this man? archive thing he's talking about? Derek, what's going on, man? Talk to us. I l- love calling in to, uh, to All Games Radio's uh, only comic book related show. Oh, wait a minute. Oh! You guys aren't All Games Radio. There is, there, just like Vader said, there is another. What? Uh, Fridays, of course, we have uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast, all about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, TV show, and uh, they also talk about uh, Marvel uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.-based comics on that show. Wait, there's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast? Who, who's that? S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. It was actually, actually uh, point, uh, like, uh, what do you call it, pointed out, I guess, by Stitcher as one of the top and no, as the top Shield cast, Shield podcast. I don't know how you say that stuff. Is there more than one Shield podcast? Yeah, there are like uh, ten of them. There are a bunch of them. What? And we got the number one uh, version of it on AllGames.com every Friday. Well, that's awesome. Now, is it Shield exclusive, or do they talk about like the offshoots, like Sword and Wand? <laughs> they talk about they they talked about Sword a little bit, but they quickly got right back into Shield. I think they are very very Shield specific over there. That's cool. I w- I will listen to that show. I did not know that there was so they so they talk about like say uh, they talk about like Secret Avengers. See, you're trying. I see what you're trying to do. What? What I, am I, I trying, to, trying do? to do? Nothing. You're talking about movie. The yeah, they're not. He said Shield Comics. Isn't that what? Uh, the last episode they talked about uh, Marvel-based video games. Uh, so they 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 do stuff. What was I trying to do? They're, <laughs> try, they're trying to say. Well, well, are, do they talk about this very yeah. obscure 
uh, version of Shield that only to have uh, a nerd pissing contest. No, I'm really not. That they're they're all about a TV show. And we all just know leave that to me. No, I was really like you said. They talk about Shield comic books. The only comic book out right now that really is about Shield is Secret Avengers. Because okay, then yes, yeah, Secret. That's Avengers. what like Coulson is in the, is uh, the book has Coulson listed as one of the characters, and it's like and there's the Black Nick Fury. And friggin' like Maria Hill, so I was never mind. I apologize. No, I'm tell, so... tell Shield cast they can't talk about it. Tell them I tell them Mayor <laughs> Young said no. I apologize. <laughs> I am so I have been dealing with uh, podcast people for so long. I automatically take everything as a snarky remark. No, I, yeah, it really wasn't. I didn't mean it to be. It's good to know that I can do them. I guess if I have to, they're like like I'm so good at snarky remarks. I didn't even realize I had made one. There, oh, uh, so I would like to say congratulations. You guys now have one other uh, comic book. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Just like Vader said in episode seven, there is another another. <laughs> I hope I hope he doesn't say that. There is another another. It's like, Dude, are you, this this <laughs> are you Are you okay? Somebody can be like, are you having a stroke? <laughs> if, Vader, if Vader shows up in uh, seven, he would be in like in danger of having a stroke. Right? It's like Vader, like Anakin. There's a problem with Anakin. Anakin needs some help. There is another, another. What the hell is he? Darling City about? Radio uh, is a brand new show coming to all games. Really? All about Arrow, the TV show, and also. The Green Arrow comic books and the Green Arrow related uh, merchandise. Starling City Radio. Wow. I didn't know that there was a specific podcast about that. That yes. makes sense, though. I think I quit. No, dude, we're doing it wrong. We should focus. No, I'm going to start a podcast about uh, the third issue of Extinction <laughs> Saga. <laughs> See, that was snarky. That's definitely sn- you didn't even say anything to Joe. Like that one's technically not a comic book show. It's no. a TV show show. No, it's a show well, about the TV show and the comic Arrow. book. Because no in self-respecting last episode fan they talked about call it Starling uh, City podcast. The last episode they talked about uh, Green Arrow and the New Fifty Two. They talked about like uh, specific uh, issues uh, of, of that. In fact, I think they talked more about the comic books in the show than they do about the television show. That's a darling city. <laughs> well, we'll 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 have to go ahead and amend our intro. So yeah, now we're just the best. <laughs> now we're the best comic book podcast the, the, on all games radio. Well, there's not a whole lot of evidence because like there's a, not a, not many archives of your show to listen. To. <laughs> right. They I guarantee the- you, any one of our archives that is up is better than Starling City Radio. No, no, Steve. from 2008 Comic Con. <laughs> we don't better than Starling City Radio. We haven't even heard any of these shows. Well, just these- by the name, Starling City. Well, I mean, I can understand why, as a nah. comic book fan, we would not be <laughs> nah. happy about. So, I nah. mean, you know, I mean, Derek, you know the name. I would the call city's it not called Starling City, right? Excitement. Yes, I'm, but the TV show is canon. As we all know, Boo. TV shows take precedence. As what? What? It worked because once that stupid Green Arrow comic book started following the TV show like it should have been, it got <laughs> like better, it didn't been. it? Uh, it didn't get 
better because of that. It got better because they got a good writer to do it. That's true. Like I think it probably would have gotten better with Jeff Lemire no matter what. Right. In fact, it did because the stuff he wrote before wasn't like the TV show. The first few issues he did. Yeah. But what do I know? I'm not Starling City Radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm glad you know your place. Yeah. Know your role and shut your mouth, do Moses. Of, do any of those podcasts have women on? No. Oh, good. What, does this podcast have a woman on it? Oz sometimes. Why, how come Amber doesn't? Yeah, how come? Uh, how come Nia doesn't have her her comic book tech moment that I that I uh, that that I pushed like for like five years ago? Nia doesn't like to be Comic science. Like Nia, Nia only likes to be on the radio when she gets ambushed. Like if if we make it a point to be like, hey, come do the show on this day, Nia's like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> like because she doesn't like, a, like dropping out of orbit or something. Right, <laughs> she doesn't like attention. I'm gonna ambush her on my video blog. There you go. You could do that. So I you can, know, I can see Moses driving up beside me. As <laughs> <yelling stuff. laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I look. I have to. You know, I'll just hitch a ride somewhere with Larry and Nia, and then just start asking her repulsor technology questions. It'll be uh, like comedians in cars going for coffee or yeah, getting coffee. It's like. Rocket if you sciences. have radiation sickness, can you actually combat it by just drinking juice? Well, no. Like for example, Superman. Like he, if he had cancer, it would be super cancer, right? I don't. I don't think he can get cancer. I don't, he did get cancer, though, didn't he? I think Not he really, can. Right? An All Star Superman. No, but he, they thought he it was, an All Star, right? They thought it was cancer, but it wasn't really cancer, right? And he was dying of it. No, he, he was dying. And oh, he, he lost his cure. hair. Yeah. No, but he thought who cured him? There's the future of Superman. Like he thought he was dying, but wasn't it him just actually getting better? No, he was dying of cancer. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I I didn't. I read it, but I don't remember it. I didn't read it. I watched the movie. Well, how do you know that he was dying from cancer? Then they said it in the in the movie. How do you know the animated movie wasn't just doing its own thing? It doesn't matter. The point is, it happened. What? It might not have happened in the comic, which is what matters. No, the animated Derek series man- matters. You don't listen to Derek. Well, look, we if have we to. to Derek. We'd have archives up. <laughs> and we would name, <laughs> He's got a point. We would name ourselves Starling City. Radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's made up. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just don't understand why Starling is a better name than Star. It's not. It is. That's the messed up part. Like, if you're like Star City, sounds weird. I'll give you that. It, it sounds like a, a made-up place. You're like, well, to fix it, we should call it Starling. It's like, no, Starling sounds like a made-up place too. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you're, like, are you, are you having a stroke? <laughs> What's wrong with them? <laughs> I think Starling is a better name than Stars. Like that, that's ridiculous. I tell you, I don't Say, know. Whatever. I don't know. Um. Every Friday on allgames.com, we have a block of TV comic book shows now. That's you, cool. You guys are still... You should have waited till we got to Friday, Derek. Used to, used to, if you guys want to move to Friday, look, I'll no, make No, that, no, 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 no. No, I'm saying not, not our show. I'm saying we're doing This Week in Comics. And so I was actually on Thursday next because Thursday is uh, Image Expo. For anyone that wants to, you know, to Dude, go. Dude, I totally want to go. Where is it? It's not, yeah. It's, it's in, like, the Bay Area. Yeah. Like, Oakland, I think. 
Yeah, Dude, it's... fuck image. They're always pulling this shit. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Why are we? Why are we fucking image now? Because all their guys they're work always doing like... shit where I don't feel like going to. Like this is not the first time they've done this. Well, they do it by their headquarters. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck? They made it's it like, easier for them. They're putting on their own convention. Why they should they... make it easy for their fans. But their fans. Like it's are about there their too. fans, right? Their fans are there too. Like, Otherwise, they're just doing one huge image circle jerk to pl- like <laughs> pull each other image, off. It's an image circle jerk. <laughs> yeah, like that's when you're doing stuff for yourself. You should do stuff for your fans and it's, centralize. Is at the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. Nobody even knows what that is in San Francisco. Yerba Buena means Street. good weed. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's the translation. The, like, Good herb. I mean, it's San Francisco. Like right. they smoke a lot of weed there, and then that just doesn't make the brochures. But they smoke a lot of weed arts, there. Like so, Thursday, January 9th, Image Expo is going on, and then Friday we have a TV block on all games, which starts at what time, Derek? Starts at uh, three o'clock uh, Western time. Okay, so three, three o'clock, <laughs> three o'clock Pacific. We should do a comic book TV show spinoff of our show. What? It would just be you guys standing. So like every episode will start with well, this week sucked. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever say that. I, I understand. Do. Like, why? Why do my positive contributions not count? I don't understand. Because only one third. You say things suck all the time. I do, but I'm saying just because I say they suck doesn't mean that they'll <coughs> never get better. <laughs> Joe's like. You know what? He's actually right. Like Joe, Joe paused. Like he paused for station identification just now. It's <laughs> a dramatic pause. <laughs> so starting at three, um, there are there aren't any movies. I don't think any comic book movies coming out this. Uh... Talk directly into your mic. I'm sorry. There are no comic book movies coming out this Friday. Unfortunately, there aren't. No. Are you sure? Not, not not new ones that I know of. Is there something that you know of? No, I just felt like there should be. Okay. Well, hopefully that can be uh, rectified somehow. I guess I don't <laughs> like. It's just like something should have happened. Like I agree, but it didn't. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, but. Dallas comic, uh, Dallas comic book show is happening. Definitely not going to that. <laughs> what? What? Not you're not going to Dallas? Uh, nah. Okay. And also uh, Albuquerque Comic Con that's happening as well this weekend. So if you want to get your comic book on going uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, <coughs> that's happening. Um, and as for that, you know. Monday, uh, like I mean, no, none of the TV has started yet again yet. So that, that'll start happening. Sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think that all starts next week. So, oh, hold on. I think something is happening Monday. Larry, you should well, really watch. I think I missed something. American Horror Story. Should I? Yeah. It's pretty much X Men. <laughs> somehow I don't believe that's they true. They recruit uh, gifted teens and force them to fight. Another coven of gifted people. Oh, so it's like witch fights. Yeah, but it's it's straight up. It's better X Men than the movies. 
I believe that. You know, because it's like they have the little team <coughs> issues and yeah. They have the different power sets for witches. That they're some excel at like necromancy, some at pyromancy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Angela Bassett like really looks like Mister Sinister now. Angela Bassett's in it. Yeah, she's the bad guy. Uh, or, well, they're both. Why bad she guys. look like Mister Sinister? I don't know. It's just the makeup. Like, Does she look like like? Yeah, I mean, there was a Miss a Miss Sinister for a I little mean, yeah, while. Yeah, I guess Does she could play it dead on. <laughs> Derek, do you watch American Horror Story? No, no, I do like the. I do like the way you guys uh, made it like made it sound like X Men because that's the, they suck too. So two wait, things wait. I don't pay attention to. Wait, the X Men suck? What are you talking about? The movies or the comics? Or what? 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 I saw. I was. I've never liked Jubilee. I've not made a. <laughs> what? I've not made a secret about that. Right. There was a series of videos on YouTube where this guy pretends to be Professor X, and he just goes down every X Men saying why they suck right why they shouldn't be there and i was like you know what he's right it's pete holmes yeah the pete holmes show yeah, uh, yeah. he was on marin dude I, you know pete holmes the guy i've been telling you guys about yeah right? i know oh okay i was yeah. making sure That's what the, you, you make a movie that guy yeah, yeah yeah pete holmes and the friggin i saw a pimp yeah that's pete <laughs> holmes it's all pete holmes. i saw a pimp He's a comedian that Larry likes. I don't know likes. what that means. What? I told you the story. Well, about he showed it to us, but like. Did he show? I remember seeing X Men. <laughs> I don't remember seeing anything about movies or pimps. No, we <laughs> we saw the stand up act that he like DVR from Comedy Central. But well, I didn't see it. I think I wasn't there. No, you were there because it's when I didn't it. drive. So what? It was when I didn't <laughs> drive. So you were my ride there. But it's, I mean, see, mm. I, I can't explain it better than actually showing you the actual thing. Yeah. Damn it. Guy's been funny for a long time. I'm glad people are catching up. But Jubilee got fired, right, Derek? Yeah, Jubilee got fired. Then, Which was uh, awesome because there was a Skrillex reference in it. There was a Skrillex reference. Which, yeah. Which, it's just like not many people could pull off a Skrillex reference. <laughs> If it makes sense. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Wolverine got fired, which made sense because, like, why would you? How could Wolverine ever fight Magneto? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, he gets messed up most times when he fights Magneto. Luckily, he's up there on the same side now. Well, technically, no, but <coughs> yeah, they're not on the same side. Technically, no, but they're both X Men. Right, but Magneto's on Cyclops' side. No, I, I get it, but you know, but they're not fighting. Doing Hope's work. I hope it's work you. <laughs> Which is the real X Men comic, X Men or Uncanny X Men? Because I've been reading Uncanny X Men, Un- Uncanny X Men, and Wolverine. that's the real X Men comic. Un- Uncanny right? Wolverine. Uh, no, okay, well. but nobody's it. The only X Men that I know in Uncanny X Men is Cyclops. Everybody else is like, I don't know who these people are. No, no, they're, they're all. You don't X-Men. know who Magneto is? He's uh, he's part of it. Yeah, Magneto's in that book. Uh, Emma Frost is in that book. The yeah, but they're like off to the side. Like, well, so, well, I guess Magneto isn't, but Emma Frost. I haven't even seen her in like three issues. She hasn't been doing nothing. And actually, too, uh, now that the the all new X Men are all at Cyclops' school now, too. So, and so Kitty's in that book too. Don't remember seeing her. I I don't know if that. I don't think they've actually had a, a, a issue where they featured them yet because it just happened, but. It should be interesting. But, yeah, if you're talking about, like, what would be considered the core X-Men books, at this point, I would say Uncanny X-Men, All-New X-Men, and probably Wolverine and the X-Men. 
the the other ones are great book or a lot of them are great books too but i think the other ones are more secondary like definitely uh friggin um what's the like X, uncanny x-force and cable and x-force are definitely like side titles um a little bit more central but still kind of on its own thing is x-men um and then x factor is coming back which is actually the book i was excited for ne- this upcoming wednesday x who's factor gonna be an x factor uh they haven't revealed everyone yet but it's uh going to be polaris gambit um quicksilver and doug ramsey warlock i'm oh. just like screwing over like the, the 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 what the Fox people because every time an X Men movie comes out they change like the Avengers lineup <laughs> they'll do whatever they need to do to make it look close and as close to the movie as possible but right. X Men they're like you know what we'll make Ileana Rasputin <laughs> X Men try put her in a movie Fox go for it yeah like, like they it it feels like they they're doing that on purpose to me they probably are but it, look luckily they're doing it in such a good way that it makes like it, it feels like it makes really sense like it's. I'm surprised. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, all new Marvel now. I remember how foreign all those things looked to me when I saw it. And then I was like, or not all new Marvel now, Marvel now. But now it's just like, wow, like that all became that. And it's all okay. It makes sense. Like it's a, it felt like a very natural progression. Moses, what are you looking forward comic book wise uh, Wednesday? Nothing. <laughs> Why nothing, Moses? Is the Arrow coming back Wednesday? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that show. I don't. I don't think is Arrow coming back Wednesday. It's probably coming back till February. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's t- Wednesday. I think it's the following Wednesday, maybe. But I might be wrong. Uh, I mean, like Sex Criminals Four comes out. That's good. Yeah. You don't like Sex Criminals? I'm not. I don't. This year, I'm not gonna love stuff. There it is. So it's like, if if I get it, I get it. Walking Dead 19, I mean... <laughs> That's the Drake song. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> Moses was so angry. <laughs> Moses was like, don't compare. Don't don't make Drake references to when I'm involved. Sorry, Moses. Yeah. I won't you, do that. You know Mo doesn't like Degrassi. I, don't, I did not know that about Moses. But yeah, and then Walking Dead 119, which, you know... I'm gonna torrent because <laughs> Robert Kirkman doesn't deserve your money. No, look, they're not using it to pay uh, Frank Darabont. So, <laughs> wait, that's the comic. That's not the. That's <laughs> like, not the TV. He's show. got enough money. He's got enough money. Got it. I Somewhere would... Frank Darabont is is like saying, "Yeah, get him." Yeah, Screw those guys. Because <laughs> he listens to this show. Yeah. He does. That's why he left. He's like, "Fuck this show." I'm, he's right. I shit on this. He said, "I'm gonna go edit the comic." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go draw covers. Can Frank Darabont draw? No, not that I know of. At least, probably he might be able to. I mean, he's a creative person, so he might have. A Frank Darabont's like, "Why can't I draw covers?" But I don't know. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, yeah, I guess. Indeed. Who cares? So yeah, man, and then make sure you come back uh, Monday, you guys, for another rousing episode of Fantastic Forum, because 
we're fun and we're having a good time. And you can listen to the archive of this show in real time. I'll get people's head hopes up about that archive. No, no, archive. We're probably not going to get into Comic Con because the archives aren't up. No, no, we're going to get into Comic Con. I got we got wheels in motion. I got a comic. I got a comic book related thing for Christmas. What was it? I got the Marvel movie set. <coughs> uh, but it's not the real Marvel movie set. It's the uh, who, who the the Fox Marvel movie set. What, what so it has it? all their Marvel movies in it. Oh, oh, wait. So you got like a group of Blu-rays. Yeah. Got you. I, for well, some reason, DVDs. when you said movie set, I was thinking about action figures. DVDs. It's oh, DVDs. A, the original Fantastic Forum, which I'm never watching again. Uh, the Daredevil Director's Cut, which is actually good. Yeah, I agree. I was telling Joe that today. He, he's not listening. No, Wait, it's, what? No, it's a solid movie. Like, if they release that... Wait, tell me again. There would, there would be more Daredevil movies right now if they release that one. What Daredevil were you trying to tell me? Director's Cut. Oh, garbage, yeah. You like Catwoman. Because Catwoman is awesome. You're what? The, wait, the movie or the character? No, no, the, the movie. movie. You're insane. Right. Tell us. Oh, you like Jubilee too, though. So okay. <laughs> the it has all the X Men's, which they really drop off in quality. You, yeah, it's weird. they don't hold up well. Yeah. And uh, Fantastic Form Two, which I realize that's a kids' movie. <laughs> like I was like you know what this isn't bad if you look at this as a little kids movie and it's actually not not bad it's like that that channel 5 cartoon and that movie like go hand in hand <laughs> that's fair Which they actually like. include the cartoon as one of the DVDs so I think I think <laughs> <laughs> did it really yeah one of the <laughs> that's funny yeah, so it is, there it is. You, you heard it. You heard it here first. Yeah, fantastic. Like if just goes you going to Fantastic Four, not looking for uh, X Men or uh, not even a Spider Man. Look at it as like, oh, this is they made a cartoon into a movie, and it's a little bit bad. Like I still don't understand how they beat Galactus. Any, I don't get that. I don't know what happened there. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense. But still. That's good. Derek, what what do you think about the idea of Miles Morales coming into the six one six? Should have been in the first place. That's fair. That's fair. And I think that's also opening opening I think also I think it should be I think I think it's a way for Marvel to make their own Spider Man movies. Because I think they really want yeah. to. Oh yeah. They really want to. Oh yeah. Look, look, I you know you're probably absolutely right. Like that's probably their their grand their grand scheme where they're like we're, you you're not gonna give us back this license. That's okay. We'll make our own movies. Yeah, uh-huh. like if they if they keep Miles Morales has been around for what at least five years now, right? Um, no, uh, not yeah, maybe three, okay. or maybe going on three. But he but he's been around for a little bit because they keep him around for a few more years, and enough people will see him as Spider Man. What they got to do is get some controversy. No, well, all they're gonna do is launch. Number one is yeah. Spider Man. Number one, they call uh, it Amazing, Amazing Spider Man, right? Yeah. And then it's Miles Morales. They're gonna be like, "What? Spider Man's black?" And then people will be like, "You can't. Peter Parker never been a black man." 
And it's like, it's not Peter Parker. It's like, well, Spider-Man can't be black under that mask because he'll dirty it. It's like, what? All those <laughs> hair oils on the spandex. Yeah. So, all right. It's time for us to get out of here. Uh, Derek H., how about you give us some final thoughts? Turn, turn that music up a little bit, Jay. I don't think they can hear that. First of all, congratulations on having a great sounding show this week. Yay! That's Moses and Oscar and Joe. They're awesome. Um, I just sit I'll here like, and look pretty. I'd like to say uh, congratulations to DC for making a lot of good comic book movies that people don't even know are comic book movies. I saw Red 2. And like they like I don't know what's who over there at DC is deciding like screw superheroes, but I guess that's how you get like uh Bruce Willis to show up to be in a superhero. Wait, wait, comic Red book. Red Two is it Red Two an image comic? No, it was Wildstorm. DC. Oh, was it Wildstorm? Mm-hmm. Damn it! And DC owns that now. That's crazy. I was like, that's not a. But you, when Red came out, Wildstorm was still under Image. No. Yeah. No. It wasn't under DC yet. Shut up. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't under DC yet. The Red, the comic came out. Yeah, Red. No, that that was right when it came into DC. Get out of here. You serious? Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. Either. Don't believe it. <laughs> Look, mo- I believe what you want. I mean, you believe in Jesus. Why can't you believe in that? <laughs> They both sound ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God, Moses! I'm Jeez. telling you, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm not going to be nice. I'm not going to pussyfoot around shit. Oh my! God. If you want to believe me, believe now, me. If you don't, you're don't. You said now, though, you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Start starting now. Starting like this year, like I started, you know, midnight. <laughs> well, before it was the calmer, softer Moses. Yeah, I was more tactful. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Uh, Wolverine, I saw the Wolverine movie and uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, like when he gets up from the table at the end, I literally laughed out loud because I was like, oh my god, that guy's jacked. That is crazy. Muscles just rippling. So work out everybody. That's that's what you should do. There it is. Jay, final thoughts? Um, I had a chance to look over this article uh, 10 reasons why 90s anime is superior to today's and it's kind of ridiculous like I don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me it does make some sense but it's not like it's better or worse it's more like it's, it's different right and so you know maybe we'll talk about it more next week but I know sure. we were talking earlier about that uh article that tiger claw sent about right like i feel the way about this article that you felt about that Mm, gotcha gotcha we should talk about that next week too we can do it we can do it most magnum final thoughts yeah fuck comics (laughs) (laughs) and for the comic book industry i hope it all implodes i hope like Digital takes over and the shops all close. Oh my god! Like fuck them all. Like I hope they just stop printing them all together and it's just keep the movie. Oh my god! Such a you know the only good side to that is that our comics will become more valuable if they stop printing them. 
No. That's true. It's blood money. Hey, blood money is still money. <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week with another rousing episode of Fantastic Forum. Until then, uh, we're out. <laughs>